let your eyes twinkle. Microphone tickle. One, two, one, two. Microphone Microphone Watch your eyes twinkle. I think by that throat clearance, you know what time it is. You already know. Yeah, the intro's not going to be on the out-breath. On the out-breath, there's not so much tone, but when you go on the in-breath, it's microphone check, one, two, what is this? The no-hidden agenda with that podcast business. It's your boy Cash, a.k.a. Uncle Cash, a.k.a. your side chick's favorite uncle. You know what time it is, ladies and gentlemen, back in the business. None but airborne, none but Fellas, what's good? What's hey, good? Man, we nice, we nice. How are you? I'm great. Boy? I'm great. I'm super great. Uh, that's the feeling blessed, you know. My my karma is beautiful. Hey. <laughs> you know, I think we all know that phrase yes. within parting circles. Yes. yes. And as always, it wouldn't be it'll be remiss if I'm feeling good to not go around the room, see how the fellas are doing, see how y'all are feeling, how life is treating you, loving the merch that I'm seeing. I'm seeing no hidden agenda, Amen. no hidden agenda, Amen. different Amen. colors. Strip trip. Big drip trips. I'm seeing true gang, true gang, true gang. What a Abba mad nigga. I'm here, I'm here to tell niggas I'm gonna do scores, bro. We're counting. We're counting. Like, yo, you can't, like, like my older said on a previous episode, you can't just be killing gu- fans with snippets on the gram, freestyles, getting people you know, gassed you know, up. You know, you, know, you know, them niggas hated when they go to the interviews and be like, so where did your love of hip hop start? Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, we equally hate my album is coming. Yeah, oh, we exactly. Yes, yes. So who influenced you? You hate that question? Yeah, yeah. we, we hate, hate it. You you say, coming so, soon. Coming soon. Don't worry. <laughs> you know, just a few things we're finalizing. You know, Man. like yeah, and I think we, I've said this on the board actually before that <laughs> they took it too far with the single coming soon. Oh, that's even. I'm worse. like, how are you telling me your single is coming? Announcement. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. A yeah. Fucking an announcement. Announcement of the announcement. An announcement of the announcement. It's like, yo, so yo on Thursday, cause I got a big thing coming Thursday tomorrow my single drop like Nigga, bro. why didn't you just announce that your single is dropping like, big, what big announcement happening? yeah big yeah. things bro yeah. but you, you know artists bro they have to keep you in touch anything to get the numbers going yeah. streaming farms whatever works you know we see some of y'all you ain't got the dab, bro. We see <laughs> Can't just pay with the shorts. <laughs> Didn't take too long. Yeah, yeah. Niggas got mad views, mad, mad followers, but can't sell merch. We know about selling merch, so I can hey. I, I can take it there. But yeah, so shout out to the squad. Just, shout out to the listeners. I just, I just thought of what you said. Hey, yo, the numbers are this according to me, my boy. Yeah, bro. <laughs> yeah and as always, shout out to Stills by and Goose, making things happen. Any cool visuals you're going to see on all socials, that's the man himself, you know what I'm saying? Benz are looking cool as always. Gang, 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 gang. You know, Shades have no time of day, bro. He got, can hold it down, bro. What's up, Kizaz? You're the man. I'm not cool, Kizaz. I'm not cool. That shit kills me every time. Yeah. It's like, it's, it's all, no matter what is happening in your life, man. I'm not cool, Kizaz. Don't forget. No, never forget, bro. Nah, keep, it one, forget. keep it 100. Keep it 100. What's going on? Yeah, gents, man. I'm handing over to the man. My hood said there's been a lot that happened in the hip hop space. A lot we want to get through. I saw the docket. I was like, yeah, good luck with this. I know NHA does. You know, Pep Guardiola will give you a game plan. But next thing, the right back is running through the mid. 
You gotta take it back. I must give you a warning to maybe try and get a mic stand. Oh, okay. Uh, so uh, yeah. All right, cool. Yeah. I'm going to make sure that we don't get them snap, crapple, and pop rice crispy sounds, you know. Yeah, that's, but, that's, but you already know, mm-hmm. man. Like, you guys, you guys, you guys have gotten, like, mm-hmm. your nice honeymoon with mm-hmm. cash back, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, I had to, I had to, I had to <laughs> give you all, I had to <laughs> give you all that. I'm like, oh, probably the fans are listening. They're like, oh, cash is back. Oh, I'm like, yeah. I'm good, cash. Go on. We back in the trap now. Yeah, we <laughs> We back. We out here, man. Like over, um, the, over, over to you, LeBron. You know, you're, the, the, you're, the, you're the, know the old nigga. Fourth quarter. Yeah, fourth quarter. Fourth quarter. Fourth quarter. You know, the fourth quarter. We're about to pull out, man. Like, yeah. um, so how are you guys doing, man? Uh, I think we've kind of heard a bit from you, Mr. Mazaza, but generally, uh, I see you got new No Hidden Agenda merch. Come on, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Always. Uh, to, 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 you, you, you took uh, advantage of the clearance. Yeah. I can see you. Niggas were like, yo, clearance. They're like, all right, not to the fans first. Bring that shit here. Stuff prices. Come on. Yeah. So everybody's getting like the merch. At staff prices is clearing out because uh, we're trying to like finalize new business for the new stock. Zero. Um, new collection so coming 200 soon. 200 bucks. If you're listening to this and it's still there, 200 bucks can get you a t shirt now. That's how we're going. Mm-hmm. And it'll probably be for a week because there's very few t shirts. Mm-hmm. I think that's, let's say that to you. That's why I'm saying that you mm-hmm. might be listening to this and the t shirts would be gone because there's very few t shirts. But, um, over and above that, we're doing the clearance because of prepping for new shit, and we're gonna do it right. Everybody is gonna get proper communication this time. We know we've slacked here and there with some people, you know, like there's literally even some listeners who listen every week, but they ask, they're like, oh, you guys sell merch, and yeah. we realize that we haven't done it the most proper way, but. I mean, growing pains, we all know how how, how business works. Mm. So, so what I'm just saying is, get it while stocks still last. Our yeah. social media guy is back. Uh, I, I was going to say, we also have a social media manager. You might see it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can see it on the social media. <laughs> we moving, we're moving out there, man. No doubt. No doubt. <laughs> love it, yeah, love it, man. love it. And, 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 and you guys, if you're listening, because I think maybe uh, I take it for granted to ask people, because I think I do need to ask, please do engage with us, because yeah. we, we do realize that social media is a huge thing in this in this current world. We've, we've said that to artists also. Mm. So we are or, trying or. to like, you know, you guys know us, we got old niggas here who feel yeah. tired. Yeah. So that's, you know, we have, we have a bit of a Lakers squad. <laughs> so, the social, <laughs> so the social media thing, uh, it's like, uh, what's, it's okay. Phone. It's okay, bro. The old niggas can go play baseball, come back to the NBA and get more rings while these Lakers niggas is three and six. We see y'all. I think it's switching on Instagram. It's on the gram. There it is. There it is. Now. (laughs) Boom. (laughs) (laughs) The niggas trying to get in. I'm like, yo. <laughs> but but I feel like though it works well though with what I was saying that yeah. we got all niggas here. Yeah, exactly like <laughs> Couldn't find the phone, which is just here on the stand. Shit, I should hope this nigga calls again. Yeah, like like but, what I was saying. Uh, Social media, as irritating as it is. We gotta do it. Gotta do we it. Gotta bro. do it. So yeah, we're trying to do that. So it would help if you guys like interact 
whether you're listening to the episode, whether there's people you want us to bring on here, whether there's like topics that you were hoping we're going to cover and then we didn't. Because sometimes it happens, you know, like mm. we are looking this way and Tlambe, you really need this. Mm. You you really wanted us to, you, you you really wanted to hear different like, perspectives. Different perspectives. You know, like you know, the like the comrades say, you know, you want a, a paradigm shift in, in, in the approach. Mm. <laughs> this is a full-time job being an energy listener. Yeah, it is, bro. It's your comments, buy merch, <laughs> like, subscribe, like, subscribe, subscribe, share the smash. pod. Yes. <laughs> <I'll> smash. <laughs> they need to share the pod, but nah, but uh, we we got faith in the fans and the community, yeah. you know. They they stay riding for the team, you know. Yeah, man. Like so that's that's why I just wanted to like uh, get out of the way. Uh, before we really like get into the shades, obviously. Yes, sir. Uh, a lot is a, a lot has been happening, man. And a lot. And you know what's crazy? Actually, <laughs> maybe let me lead with this. <laughs> it's become so crazy that because of the current mishaps we've been having, I end up not knowing what we discussed and what we didn't, mm. because like there's an unreleased episode mm. each time we record. Mm -hmm. So now I'm like, mm. damn, I know what is on the released episode. <laughs> I'm like rappers. On the unreleased episode, like... <laughs> Archives, remember that stacks shit, of tapes. Um, a Wayne and Eminem were actually talking that mm -hmm. they now have to sometimes Google like their lyrics to yeah. check if they didn't say that same shit before. Like, yeah, on, that's paranoia. Like, exactly. Yeah, and that, <laughs> like, that, that's Eminem for you because like... Like but finicky I, to the team. Yeah, and also Makes I think sense. I think I got it more though from a Wayne side from someone who doesn't write. And how many mixtapes does he have, like, bro? You can literally say some shit and today it will come to your head and you will think, yo, I just thought of such a dope thing. Mm. And you are thinking of like some shit on a fucking mixtape. Especially the rhyme patterns. You're like, you're like yo, it rhymes so well. Yeah, it rhymes so well because mm. it's on fucking like no ceilings to yeah. it. <laughs> and you know your diehard fans who are like, are like encyclopedias of your own stuff will know exactly like, but Wayne used that. And for them, you're regurgitating rhymes. But for, for Wayne's like, this was a dope scheme. It's like, yo. And that's actually a funny thing with a lot of the OG rappers that it has become a point where it's like so much material out. And then you now wonder like, to stay relevant and come up with new, because the content for the most part, even if it goes with where your life is and where you're at, right? You always Wayne will always be Wayne. You always, even if it's aging, his style it'll yes. change a little bit. But his way that he spits bars, the way he raps, will always be Little Wayne. Same thing with Eminem, which mm -hmm. is kind of funny and contradictory because, like, I was listening to Lloyd Banks' album and like, yo, this is perfect Banks' album, but this is typical Banks at the same time. It was like, guess and I was like. The artists also can kind of get like confused with what we want as fans because you want them to stay the same, but you want also a bit of progression in the career. But we're gonna get into that when we like really get into the albums. Yeah, because because yeah. because I think that that also even speaks to like us, mm. and it, it's so crazy to me that I think only now mm -hmm. it's really hitting how we are very parallel to artists. Like now, the mm. shit that we've been commenting about that artists do, and like, like how you're talking about like the banks shit, that it's like, yo, it's just typical banks. Mm. And I then look at it, you know, from we drop every week, mm. then there can be a listener who's like, I won't listen because Kendrick dropped, and I know how Tisa feels about Kendrick, I know how Cash feels about Kendrick, I know how Mahuta feels about Kendrick, mm. and I think they're more or less gonna say this about that. Yeah. And it's like, shit, do you then reinvent yourself in our position now? Or is it a matter of, do, is there a way 
to carve it in to so, to sort of make it new each week. Do you know that's, you know that's actually a very good point? It's because it's the duality of okay. I always be true. Like I always make jokes on. I always make jokes on the pod that look, you're never gonna get an objective Kendrick opinion from me because it's yeah. stand to the core. But there that's is exactly the, what makes it predictable. That exactly. But then there is the there is the part where you, as part of your progression, even with like some of the older rapper style speed, the stuff I used to like ride for, and you listen to it now, you can see their journey, see how they change, and I'm like, okay, I want to change my opinion to cert, to a certain degree, but does that make me flip floppy? Because some people might see it that way. And also to artists, especially now where you kind of have to water down like your critique because you don't want to come off like critique, like random, like example, <laughs> excuse me, with the Banks. If I say this is a perfect Lloyd Banks album in terms of what Banks fans have come to expect, but what I don't like about the album is the beat selection is typical Lloyd Banks. So I'm also, so it's kind of like I'm saying it's dope and I don't like this about it at the same time. You see, so now for a listener, it's like, okay, I know what to expect from this person, this review, like, on the podcast, but when does he really change? Does he stay the same? And then for me, as you're podding, as you're giving opinions, even outside of, like, pods, also life stuff, like, most people have principles. We know what each person around the table stands for when it comes to our finances, religion, whatever, right? But then with life, you change. And as a change, the perspective is... Do you, do you have an inner battle with that change, especially as men? Because whether you, you like shouldn't. it, huh? You shouldn't. But here's here's the thing about the change, though: is the change based on growth? Are you becoming a different person? Is the change based on circumstance, or are some principles cast in stone? Matter. Where there's some, I know some principles could be like really fundamental, like let's say religion, for example, Muslim, Christian, ancestors, whatever you believe. If that's the core of what makes you who you are then that should never change. The thing is, you always have an opportunity to explain. True. But sometimes what gets lost in explanation sorry, sorry, is sorry, sorry, people sorry. see you as maybe you're flip-flopping and changing. Before you say... Yeah, yeah before you go in there... Put out here. That's what it's for. <laughs> Please let me finish. <laughs> yeah, got you, my nigga. You don't yeah. have a lot of time. Yeah, so go for exactly. it. Yeah. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think, I think, I think you should hold it. Yeah, but I, I think that was the gist of what I'm saying. That, look, it's part of... Like, it's a good point to start that obviously characters on the pod also extends to life that there are things that, for whatever reasons, you can change. But the general feeling from people is some people see it as growth. Some people see you as, like, you're not staying true to who you are or what you are, especially with art. And sometimes I do feel for artists, especially as we as fans and how we critique artists, podcasters, now we're not in the same space. Listeners have the same expectation of us. So, you know, it's, it's, I, I, it's a tough oh, balancing act. So what I wanted to say is that I, I feel like in, in exactly what you're saying, mm -hmm. uh, we'd, we'd actually, because this thought came because of what both of you guys were saying, <sighs> that I, I realized that the social media era is actually the one that is kind of very responsible for the instant gratification shit. And now the snowball effect of instant gratification becomes instant opinions. And like how you were saying that you have you actually have a chance to explain your change in decision or whatever. And society, because of being so pigeonholed in social media and how it works, I'm not saying social media shouldn't work like that, but I'm saying that it has influenced now real life so much that 
even in real life decisions and conversations, we no longer give people chance to explain. Like it's a matter of, oh, I saw Teaser post a bottle of Hennessy after uh, he didn't want to give me a hundred rand. I don't want to ask Teaser, or I don't want to hear Teaser saying that. No, I was posting because cash like took me out and like bought a bottle. I really didn't yeah. have the hundred rands. Mm. It's not like I then was saying that I'm gonna go buy the Hennessy instead of giving you that. So people no longer give that space of explaining. What people do is they give conclusion. And to root it back to what I was actually even talking about in the beginning with podcasting is that I've also gotten to realize that I've grown with some of the podcasters that I listen to. So it actually became important for me that I listen to them every week because I could have thought a nigga switched up. Whereas if I listen every week, I'm literally seeing, even the small things, I'm like, how oh, yes, who is who is in this kind of topics these days? He's a bit like, and then when it happens fully, you get to realize, with, oh shit, I was getting him because I'm also going through a change that is similar in my own life. So that's what I mean, I always love about like entertainment and how much it has become lifestyle. Because you literally walk the journey with people. You know, like back in the day, we used to have a Khrudman or OGs in America. And we used to have a Khrudman where without chilling with them, we would look at what they do. Because we knew we were going to be like 20 also. Mm -hmm. We are going to be like 21. We are going to be like 18. <laughs> so when you are 10, you are looking at those niggas and be like... <clears throat> Oh, this is how they move. Oh, this is how this is how they actually survive this part of like life. And now, instead of shunning away from this social media era, for me, I've looked at it more from a position Yoguti. I will embrace it and have the community like how we used to have the community. Mm. So now, instead of looking at it negatively, I've fully been able to be like. Oh, yeah. this is a community. I was so, yeah. I was gonna say so for me it's um it, it's it's a bit nuanced, but it's a you can always have opinion, you can always have a chance to explain, but then if you get it wrong, we're also here to observe that. Yeah that you've yeah. gotten wrong so many times. Oh, you know, yes, like like yes, I don't yes, I no yes, longer yes. listen to join them. Like I listen when I feel like it. Yeah, same. because like I feel like his co hosts <laughs> always get it wrong yeah. at the expense of it's my opinion. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah, yes. it's your opinion. Yes. Maybe you like you're ignorant enough, it's not for me. But like that's not an excuse to always get it wrong. Yes. So, so you see, so I don't mind your opinion, your stances changing, etc. But like or maybe I value, I value someone getting something right. Yes. Personally. Yes, yes. Because you know I think what I mean? that, like, you I think can, even as a musician, I, like I don't care what your feelings are. Mm. If you change your stance, it may, you must change it for something. Mm. That makes sense. You know what I mean? Like, because the, the change must be for a reason. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like, I never used to believe, maybe you can say, I never used to believe, um, let's say, for instance, that, you know, um, you should sell match because I don't have fans all over. Yeah. And then you saw the data and then the data set your fans. Then you're like, okay, you know what? I no longer have to print CDs because I can just do my music online 
and some stuff online. If you change your opinion for that, that makes sense. So for me, it's about someone I can actually explain but make sense. I like someone that's explaining it's my opinion, but your opinion is always wrong. Yes, you know yes, what I'm saying. Yes. Like, it's like so, you, you can't explain yourself out of a wrong situation. Yeah, because sometimes, <laughs> yeah, <'cause>, <laughs> right, <laughs> that's the simplest, funniest, but most accurate thing. Like, yeah. Yeah. you know, like how people say, "Die, I'm gonna die on that hill." Yeah. You've been dying on that hill, but it's you're like still you're wrong. Dead. Bro. It's yeah. like you are dead. dead. Like you are corpse. You are exactly, cold corpse. You can't keep on dying. fucking fifty hills. Yeah, and <laughs> at the same time, I must accept the fact that. It's okay for you to doubt. No, no. Yeah. And what makes it worse yeah. is people say no. But you know, like that's another to kind of tie to what Mahut is saying about social media era. <laughs> There's an era that people say no consistency. Yeah, like Tisa saying, if you're consistently wrong, you're consistently wrong. Yeah, people are like no, you need to be consistent. You just think as wish you want. Like no, but if you're wrong, you're wrong. <laughs> and then you can't then people you, you can't. Wear like a badge of honor. Like, yo, this is me. This is how I do. I don't play that. I'm grimy. I'm gully. No, bro. You 50, bro. Stop sagging your jeans. Stop wearing Tim's. You can't be... We got it. You used to be an OG. There's now younger niggas who are spinning around the block and who really live this stuff. It's now time for you to take the back seat. Mentor these young... We, oh, oh, it's okay. You'll yeah. always be the wrong guy. <laughs> like, like, there's nothing like, wrong with it. No, because unfortunately, Doc, like when you when you analyze like like the changes that happen in the game, you have to actually understand that. Like like Slick Talk will piss you off and he'll have a voice. Yeah. yeah. So if you don't understand why he has a voice. Then you always not understand. Yes, yes. Mm. Each time you you, it's like you're always like a step mm. behind in understanding because you are trying to move yourself away mm. from the reality that is happening. You know. Uh, I want to send a quick shout out to Lindan wow. uh, on the live. He was actually saying that just like the Banks album that you're talking about, that what happens sometimes as listeners is the art remains the same. Yeah. But then you change as the listener. So you no longer appreciate it the same. You no longer That's true. like you no true. longer the yeah. same person That's true. as you were in 2004. No doubt. So if Banks yeah. is still giving you Big consistent facts. Banks music. Hmm. Go, go no. I wanna ask after. Oh, mm -hmm. So if Banks keeps on giving you consistent Banks music, as good as his level is, because of your growth. His level anyway then goes down by remaining consistent. I was gonna say, bro, like it's the most um it's the most frustrating thing for me. But at the same time, like you have to check yourself. Like 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 I remember we had we had this talk early, like I think like the first year of the podcast, like like we used to get information from rappers about um consciousness, um about what you don't know, like reading Africa, oh. yes, yes, world yes. wealth, enlightenment, and then like, and then your world becomes open because of rap. Oh. But nowadays, the information is there. Oh. Yes, right. Like, I'm not gonna care about a rapper that's gonna come and be like, I'm into you know, NFTs, crypto, for instance. <laughs> yeah, I already know about it. Yeah. So when he comes, I'm like, shit, this is so basic, you know, and and. 
the 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 guys that used to be that that's why he, uh, like the the guys that used to be um what do you call them conscious rappers mm. remember what they used to rap about yeah like consciousness and, yes. and, and, and yeah, topics yeah. like yes, that yes. like well we there now it's like yeah it's like, like I everyone read, is there I read. Mm. <laughs> you know yeah, what I'm saying like the guy used to read and then write music mm. and he'd be like man don't focus on clubbing because I read a book. And then you then and read then you the just to summarize it in a three minute format. I write what I like. You know Steve what I mean? Biko. So 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 when I say I challenge with I, I struggle with that is because like you realize sometimes how some of them make it so basic. Like even Jay, bro. Like you know, Tepo Tepo was talking the other day about um, you know, like he had a, he had a, he had a convo with Kevin Hart. Mm-hmm. Hart, to Hart. You know, and mm-hmm. and I'm like, man, like I know, like at. At information level, this is great to hear. Yeah. But like, for me personally, it's like, man, I would rather know how you negotiated it. Yeah. yeah. Like, I would rather know how, like, you said, no, I want 50%. Or what if they gave you 100? What are the different figures? You know what I'm saying? Like, the... Yeah, Kevin, uh, you're saying Kevin, that is basic. <laughs> well, well, his interview skill. Actually, well, he is. is. Because, Actually, yeah, is because he is. I also can't believe that everybody's trying to do interviews. Yes, like, what's Bro. the point? Like, the, Which is what Chase was saying, like, I've heard before from him in some other medium. Yeah. So, what, I, I didn't see them, I liked seeing them, like, having an interview and whatever, but the value add. So, what, what new did I learn from Jay-Z? So so okay from yeah because I think actually few, but actually yeah, I think yeah, let's, yeah. let's I think let's really like just start on that because I I like how this topic is going on just to give information to the people that uh had to hard uh, episode two uh Kevin Hart has this show on Peacock TV it's an American shit so don't know I don't try and search it and I say you'll get it coming on my YouTube vibes but um. Uh, Kevin Hart is a sit down with Jay Z, and I mean, for me, just from the perspective of we know what Kevin Hart has done, especially in the past couple of years, we know how he has basically risen to that level of comed and and film, and then we know Hove, you know. So, again, going back to the assumption thing. I think I kind of knew what Hove was going to say there, but on my perspective, then a bit different from yours, I feel like I needed that. It's one mm-hmm. thing that, the, for, for me, that is how most fans felt about 444. Like with the Chasey album. Like when there was a conversation about, oh, damn, for me, the Kevin Al shit, because I think maybe I'm more interview person, is when I really got Jay. I'm like, man, this motherfucker. Like, not that I didn't know, but it was nice to know that, yeah, this motherfucker is really that motherfucker. Mm-hmm. As much as I, I do get that, especially if I'm following you, like say you're mm-hmm. Jay-Z. We all know what Jay-Z stands for. Mm-hmm. If I'm following you as Jay-Z, and then at some point, I need a breakthrough that is above the mentor like kind of uh, uh, advice. Because mm. the mentor advice is dope. Yes, not that you can get it anywhere because people are different, but 
it is, as Tiz is saying, kind of generic in that realm. Mm. Yeah. In that realm. If you put it in that realm, it is generic that Jay-Z is going to tell you to, like, yo, push her hard. Yeah. Believe in yourself when people don't <laughs> believe in you. Our, like, there's this nigga who's going to say, who, who said no to okay. me, but, like, look at this now. Like, that is has become, like, generic. Yeah. What I personally love, because I want to agree with the generic mm. part, that's why I'm bringing it up, but yeah. what I want to also bring up is that for me the value that is different that I got is there's a lot of people that actually do not listen to Jay-Z music. Mm. There's a lot of people who don't follow like Klambe <laughs> Jay-Z career. Bro, can I tell you a funny thing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, met, I met this girl's um, during the week at News Cafe. Mm -hmm. uh, they're from Botswana. Hope my wife is not listening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They, they're, from, they're from Botswana, two of them. They yeah. traveled to South Africa. Um, I think they were 22 and 23. Um, they traveled. They came to South Africa for a friend of them that works with them. And then they decided to stay for the week. Oh. Doing Zerast. I have no idea how they ended up Shit. being <laughs> They end up in Jovek on Wednesday. We're having drinks. Lijux, you know. And then, like, in the middle of it, we were just discussing music and, like, I don't know, we, we ended up discussing what is entertainment in Botswana. Ah. And she was starting to explain, and then I was like, and then she's like, in the middle of it, she's like, wait, let me let me guess what's your hip-hop. Us, like, it was taken yeah. to me, Jukes. Yes. Typically, like, 30 plus old age. Mm -hmm. Are you guys still listening to Kanye and Jay and Lil Wayne? <laughs> I'm like, wait. <laughs> <laughs> you still listen. Am I in a multiverse? Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, wait, even Kanye's out of the picture. It's so crazy that, like, yo, man, like, you know, music moves in the craziest, like, fucking timelines. Hip hop is a Hip hop's like, a young yeah. man's game, bro. Do, like, I keep on Still. trying. I keep on trying to say no to that, <laughs> and but it real is. life comes back and it's like, hey, yo, just because we open the table, the VIP club there for older gentlemen, mm. it doesn't mean it's theirs now. Yeah. yeah. Still, <laughs> like, yeah. I'm like, oh. Because when I see Slicker updates, I'm like, who? 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 This guy dropped the number. Who? What? What? I must listen to. All of them. Like, yeah. the I see one story and I was a guy, you know, like, oh, pretty guy. Oh, I know that guy. Oh, well, <laughs> and I want to I still know what to add. <laughs> no, but okay. I want to tie everything together, Joseph, like starting with the teaser point about how for him, if you're a staunch Jay fan and you watch a lot of Jay interviews, for me, I'm not a fan when Jay-Z goes on um, like a Letterman my next guest is on yeah. Netflix yeah. or those kind of platforms. You're going to get what those guys, as far as they're going to ask that silly comment you made, like, so mm. who influenced you? How do you get rapping? Mm. And yeah. for us, for Jay-Z, who hardly does interviews, that is such a waste because you can yes. go on YouTube and yes. get that from plenty of other interviews he's done. Charlemagne, Breakfast mm. Club, other platforms. But for, but Maude then did make a good point. What us Stone fans sometimes don't realize is to people, there's a huge part of American population in the world who call Jay-Z Beyonce's husband, yes. which sounds strange to us, yeah. but people who aren't even hip-hop influenced or into the culture like that, for us, Jay-Z is Mount Rushmore. Yeah. Rap that's, yeah. that's crazy to me. At first, I thought they were trolling. Mm. Up until I realized, see, good, no, man, there's actually a huge bunch mm. who are serious as... 
this is Beyonce's husband. Yeah. And for and for them, then that, and then for them, no, 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 this nigga is like. Then this, that, exactly. this fucking motherfucking genius yeah. ever. Definitely. What he's done, entrepreneurship, Barclays, mm. the whole, we, we could wax lyrical, right? So for them, it is good that we get those kind of, uh, for them, in the masses, basically, they get those kind of interviews. But like Benzo was saying, it was now doing interviews. And with everyone doing yeah. interviews, like I recently started listening to Kevin Hart's got a thing, he's got a podcast called Comedy Goldmine. I'm a huge stand-up comedy fan. Mm. He has great guests, but Ben's was absolutely right. His, no trust him, but his interviewing skills are, like, entry level. Mm, like, yeah. he's not getting gems from, like, really great comedians. And some of the comedians are so great because they're also actors. What ends up happening is they start steering the interview. The inter- mm. oh. That's where you really get the good ones. The same way some of us, when we've had people on, like, NHA has always made a point to say, nine times out of ten, we don't have a guest. You're a co-host. Yes. And that's why we've always got the feedback that, yo, I've never truly once said, yo, sh- you guys have got this about X, and I've known X for years. Because when we kicked it with X, it wasn't, yo, so who influenced you? Mm. Like, because people, if they want that about Kid X, they've heard it on YFM, all that other yeah. stuff. So you see, so there is pros to so many people now in the media interview space, you know, but some of them, they'll come down with influence. Like Bauchi said, Kevin Hart is established film acting. He can just go to SiriusXM, boom, he's got a, a podcast. And yeah. then he can also go to Peacock, and he's got a, a show. So there is benefits to that for the masses. But for us, especially with the Jays, I'd want people to like, give us more like gems. Because I've listened to the music. Give us more. Yeah, because... like Jay Fan also. Yeah, yeah shout out Tipples in the building. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yo, I've got... Uh, welcome back after your six-week leave. Yeah. 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 HR is putting niggas on blast in the meeting, bro. Yeah. And, and also, I don't even know, funny enough, that's my bad, though. Okay. I don't even know that the episode that has him mm. dropped. Mm. Like, we, we're just juggling shit. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. So I watched that interview. So I think where Tiza has a point whereby like he was so basic because you'd see uh, Jay-Z said, oh, I said it before. There was, he used to make points that like, yeah, I said it before. Mm-hmm. And us as whole friends, we know the story of like his father mm-hmm. not being there. Mm-hmm. So obviously I feel like with Kevin Hart, he was too much of a fan. But sometimes you'd like, give him praise all the time, like, I'm giving you flowers, giving you flowers, but, yo, let Hope talk. But, yeah. like, we, like, there were a minute where by Kevin Hart is talking. It's like, no, like, give us those shut questions. Yeah, shut the fuck up. Yeah, shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. you, you know, like, shut, shut up about you. Exactly. Shut the fuck yeah. up. We want to hear, like... Him and Nori. Yeah, you know. Wow. Hey, yo, shout out to Nori. I, I, I am the protector of Nori. Yeah, so definitely. So I think there it is as a point whereby like he gave us those basic questions whereby as whole fans we know that from his music. So we wanted to know like those but, deeper. Okay, but then after knowing do because in my brain is that I listen to Hove, I know this advice, but after knowing and knowing what that advice did for you, do you then feel that interview for someone who's not a whole fan is like a great window? into, like, Hove's kind of mental. Yeah, I think it is. Yeah. I think it is. You're right. But I, I wanted to stretch it further. Yeah. Because I'll tell you why I wanted to stretch it. So so with Tepo was, um, we had a conversation during the week, and it was about Jay, what you were speaking about. Um, the reason they did what they started is to create uh, Rock Nation, and then what Rock Nation is is available for any hip-hop artist. Mm-hmm. That's Jay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's there. You know, um, 
and and he made a great example about saying you don't have to you know you don't have to learn what I learned at 86 you can do it earlier oh, right which is what resonated a lot with him yeah. right with Tepo. but I wanted personally that's what I'm saying like it's not wrong what Jay did yeah. you know like mm. I wanted I wanted um him to speak to the 36 year old more than the 26 year old oh I, I you know what I'm saying like because they are also 36 year olds who are in that position correct also, yes who need the advice that you cuz i think i think i think if i look at american hip hop right they all have to add a transition to where jay is or not yeah. and 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 we'll talk about abolet banks and all these guys that that might not know how to grow in hip hop mm. so for me it's like jay doesn't have to inspire kids bro he can but his impact for me will be to a 10 year in the game a 15 mm. year in the game yeah. You know, like how, like, like Ross got it. Ross, like Ross made sure, you know, there's those niggas that are like, yo, Ross made sure I'm going to stay close to this nigga. Then you could see how they move. Like, okay, fine. It's less about rapping. It's more about putting niggas on and then you mm. can build your other platforms. Mm. You know what I mean? And, and then when you realize all of that, which is exactly what Kevin Hart is doing, Kevin Hart obviously was acting and now he's trying to be this mogul and he's trying to go into this new spaces, even Kevin Hart asking Jay-Z for a favor to do an interview when Abu Shalamain and them can't get interviews. I understood it personally. Mm-hmm. Right? It's fine. Let's give it to you. Like, that's that's Jay saying we'll yeah. give it to Hart. But the, for me, the real impact for me personally, mm. it will be when he influences how these niggas should grow, bro. It's, yeah, it's like how, uh, for me, you know when uh, Black COVID did an interview with Scoop, for me, I scoop in, I think that, that's the thing. you mean? Sizwe. Uh, Sizwe, was it Sizwe? Or scoop? What, on, yeah. Uh, pod, what, what, podcast? Yes. Oh, no, no, no. On, on, on that. Uh, Sizwe Scoop. I think it was with uh, Nasty C. Oh, and the, the, that podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah AMPD. Yeah, AMPD. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You see, yeah. for me... That shit rolled up not, bro. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> because that's exactly my point, because I could... I, I knew about Black Coffee, like... I was like, okay, I learned so much because you told me he, he was giving like practical advice. I don't want this guy. Uh, I want yeah. to be CC'd. I yeah, don't want to do one, is. two, three. Yeah. I want to. I was like, oh, okay. So this is how this deal comes. And then yeah. I called this guy at EB. I was like, I used to just think this thing magically happens, but he's showing me like step by step how yeah. to do it, like yeah. how easy it is. So I was like, okay, maybe it's scoops, interview skills, or or Blakov is just being open, but that's what I wanted to hear from Jay. Yeah. 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 You know what I think, yeah. Mina? Means what, the, what, what, oh, sorry. sorry, sorry. The, for me, it then becomes to the interview skills. Like, I'm one person who will never say there's too many people now in the interview space. For me, mm. the more, the merrier, because this space yes. was always very gatekeepered. If you're not at the big radio stations, mm. big media platforms, you're not going to get in. It's cutthroat. So it's good that Bro, it's opened that... up, but the flip side is now, there's also the inability of people who don't know how to... Because the best interviewers, even with, you know, like you're closed up, like politicians, for example, or mm. CEOs who are closed up, where we know that you're not going to get much is PR prepared. The great interviewers will find a way to circumvent and get the gems, especially to the teaser point of where I want OG rappers to grow. Like, we still listen to Kanye. Mm. We still listen to Jay-Z. <laughs> 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 this is an answer to you, but... And you win. <laughs> <laughs> But for real, the thing is, like, it's like 
look at soccer players in SN and the tragedy that happens to them after their careers. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of that with rappers in America because if you don't pivot, if you don't become a mogul, mm -hmm. you can only fill out shows for so long. It's very rare for rappers to become legacy acts, even mm. outside of America. And then just become the story of state of affairs where he's a pioneer, he did this. Some of them become even salty towards the young kids because I understand why Akira Swan might feel some type of way about Soldier Boy doing the ringtones, doing crazy numbers. Because Abu Akira Swan and them had to stand four hours in the snow hoping the air and R for this person would just happen to come out, like what J. Cole did yeah, with yeah, his thing. Yeah, you yeah. see now. So with that transition, they're, sometimes even their gripe is not from the fact that they're not getting their flowers. It's just they just didn't know how to transition to mm -hmm. the next stage. So when Jay drops gems, Nas is another perfect example, a late bloomer, but when he started getting in the IT space apps, same thing, Chameleon Nair makes way more money of investments with the right business partner mm -hmm. than he ever did with his... Chameleon did like one or two albums and mixtapes. Yeah. yeah. It's but you see, and, and you want that. Those are like, like Ben's are saying, you want like, with the black coffee stuff is, we all, sometimes we assume if you're signed, you're big, the label handle this, the manager, the team, boom, boom, boom. But then you realize a lot of this stuff is, even as a big black coffee or Jay-Z, I happen to be in a room. That's how I met Jack. And then the Twitter deal happened like this because we happened to be in the same green room behind the Oscars or the awards. We had a conversation. Same thing, how does Meek Mill end up with people of that level yeah. within the NFL yeah, space. Mark Cuban. Exactly, Mark Cuban and them. That's yeah. how Jay-Z then, from still at his age, being intentional, can get you a Super Bowl halftime show that's f only rappers. Mm. The yeah. NFL has been there forever. That's well, never I, happened. I was waiting for the yes. moment where Cash like, uh, gives credit to Jay-Z for the NFL. Yeah, I, that was <laughs> <laughs> I waited. I knew it. Was yeah. yeah, so but I think yeah, but but the, you're right. The, though, the you're main right. point with this is you you want the gems because Jay doesn't have to speak to the like Jay, like Tisa said doesn't have to speak to the younger artists, but there's plenty of room for knowledge that can be given to creatives who were rappers or even air now some are pivoting outside of podcasting and acting because all they want is longevity, but no one's really taken to that level. That's why the information's not yeah, there. Yeah, and dog, like, for me, it's like, um, the reason I want him to go extra is because how does, how does, how does AKA know how to do Cruise? How does Casper know how to do Biliato? Yes. You know, how does Numuzi know how to do um, um, Cruise, uh, you know, Manhattan? Like, yeah. like if, if Jay doesn't talk about the, 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 the finer details of how he gets, yeah. how he gets the guys that own Hennessy, mm. instead of Hennessy competing with Duse to let's partner, but I'm gonna keep my my fifty percent of this, and I get shares of yours. That's that's unheard of. Yeah. Like Tidal, he's like, yo, I'm gonna sell Tidal to Square. No, the guys that own Twitter, yeah, but, Squarespace, yeah, yeah, but I'm gonna get shares of your shit. Yeah, because if you and that's why I want him to get to that because for me it will then teach because I think I think hip hop for me personally is it's always been the best way to like have marketing you get fan base and then you convert your fan base mm -hmm. it's the most mm -hmm. basic thing mm -hmm. like, yes, you, yes. You, you you do music that's popping it gets you like millions and millions of fans and you find a way to convert them. Mm. Yes. Now Jay Z must tell you when you convert how to, them, convert them. How to go through those conversations. Yes. And the people that are interviewing him for me need to do that. Yeah. Because, because find a way to explain that story. Man. Because most of the stumbling blocks 
such a beautiful point teaser is Fair. at that level is people sometimes you know the first battle was always rappers need to get in these rooms rappers need to get in these yes. rooms Jay Z became and that is war that's that we we're, 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 yeah. we're past that we're past kneeling like Jay Z exactly yeah. We're now in the same. I conflict. remember I killed him for that. We're not. But I, get, I, I get it <laughs> but in this context. In this context, yeah. because yeah. they're saying, "Look, like we're past that." Yeah, I don't know what to do in, the, in these rooms. Actually, actually, now you're making me even more mad because where you were supposed to know <laughs> that we are past league is in here, in this kind of talks. But it was in effect. Yeah. But it's like you need to realize that sometimes you need to go from motivator to teacher. Yeah, yeah. Those are mm. two different people. Shout out to Lupe. You have a mentor mm. and then you have a teacher. Yeah, yeah. Lupe. Yeah, coach. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You see, Jay-Z has given us catalogs of mentoring us. True. And we love it. Mm. Thank you. But this is for but Kevin Hart. This is This is hard. Yeah, I get you. I get yeah. you. Potential Luguti. Maybe this is to Kevin then. Yeah. Or anyone else who's coming after Kevin. Luguti. We have catalogs and we even have an album that is dedicated to giving us gems. Yeah. We got the gems. We know how to move. But now we are sitting in front of the guy who has to say yes or no. I don't know what you said. Like your music has brought me in front yeah. to the face of the CEO I'm not of Coca-Cola. Yeah. But your music didn't say what you said. Yeah, because the CEO of Coca-Cola didn't listen to your music. Yeah, he listened to what you said. Once to what the, you said. I'm going to take it a step further. Know? Patrice Motsepe. It's okay. Black people oh. were now in those rooms. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yo. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, wow, Biz. Shout out to Banyana hey, Banyana, bro. Hey, shout out to Banyana Banyana. <laughs> yep. Shout out to Banyana. Nice nice <laughs> anyway, so the, yeah, the, the point I want to make us even at a, at a more important level is in SA, we're now past the level of black people are just happy to be in those spaces, in boardrooms, at Exco. We're now there. But how do we break that proverbial glass ceiling? What do I say? Because sometimes, you know, What's frustrating for me is a lot of the times is it's one thing for someone to say on interview, know your worth, know your value. But how do you translate? Like now I know it. Yeah. But yet, the biggest thing I'm an asshole whenever I know my value. How did you show your value exactly. without being an asshole? Yeah. Like, like, simple shit like that. Like Kanye said, I don't know how Jay does it, but he knows. I'm Kanye admits himself, I'm not. Yes. When it comes to say the stuff, I don't know how to say it mm -hmm. the right way. But Jay Z mm -hmm. in these rooms, oh, he makes actually, them he makes them comfortable to the point where because if what is the thing is it's people really take for granted. Ain't nobody taking a competitor. They're not buying you out. Most times, they, a competitor will buy you out because you're taking market share. We're not gonna buy you out. This guy convinced us, the smaller guy, to partner. Cool. And then over and above partnering, I'm gonna convince you to give me a share in your long established product that is yes. groundbreaking in any yes. form of business and i need to know this how you fucking make that happen the guy from marcy did that <laughs> like, mm. there's plenty of people from harvard business school mit all the good people no disrespect who got in those rooms but did not yeah. break that ceiling who knew their value through and through but did not know the talk to say okay look how do i get that from you because they're not just gonna give it to you actually i have a perfect example and I think this is just maybe to close out the show. We're not shitting, obviously, on Kevin and Jay. 
but it more brought out Kevin, it, it, it actually yeah. brought out yeah, more Kevin. <laughs> it not actually, in a better way yeah it actually brought out a great perspective of how media <laughs> Of what media should focus? <laughs> you know, really. That's what I hate about the food house. It's all this tripping. You should have eaten with this. Yeah. <laughs> you see, I fucked up. See, now I even fucking forgot what I was saying. Goddamn. No, no, God you were saying it's a, it's a, it's a great thing that the the conversation that they had might have actually sparked more conversation. Yes, I would have yes, 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 yes. Uti, it's like yes, we can critique that, mm. but. With what we are saying now, it goes to show, I feel like the next person would be able to be like, oh, somebody was planning uh, a sit-down with Slicker mm. to see how Slicker did this shit. Mm. And it's like, oh, don't ask them the generic shit. People are already, especially if they follow someone like Slicker, yeah. they're kind of already on that. Mm. So you got to... Like, dig deeper. So what I wanted to make an example with is the Joe Biden and Russ interview. With business agenda. Like... <laughs> That's example. My bad, my bad. <laughs> if you're not on NHA, we're going to break it down on business it's agenda. agenda. <laughs> I swear to you, yeah, that's man. exactly what yes, made me I do it. You're not bad. wrong. Like, you, yeah. you'll, is, you'll make an example. Is, yeah. But I actually wanted to say that. I wanted to say, when we bring guys here... And we're talking hip hop. I also understand we can't make this business shit. Yes, yeah. this is hip hop. Yeah. Exactly. So we gotta cater we for hip hop. for hip hop, yeah. right? But this business, but then dog, you are which, a fucking brand. You are like a global, which is critical. Brand, which is critical. Like, and we gotta break it in that format, maybe because maybe the listeners of this shit don't care about the business. Yes, it is what it is. It is what it is. Yeah, you know. And and funny, funny and maybe Aras and, and fu Joe. Fu funny enough, actually, mm. uh, Small said that he might need to talk to you. I always told him, but I'm like, yo, man, what's the talk business? Business China, this, this. He's like, wait, what? Mm. Yo, actually, uh, flag that one. <laughs> Am I exactly. Yeah. And mm. it's like that mm. shit that we, like we're talking podcast, but it's there's so many value propositions in hip hop. It goes back to Lenato issue actually, to like sort of hugging on it to Woody, hip-hop has become such a great base. Vana. And because it has become that, let's not let hip-hop down. And what's best about, unlike business, hip-hop is open for everyone. Yes. Mm. yes. Whereas business is closed exactly. off. Yeah. Only the exactly. few make it. Hey, qualifications. Hey, this. Yeah, hey, this. You have to reach it. Hey, you have to know this. But now it's like, you understand that Probably someone like a Casper in your vest is deep in property right now, but through <laughs> hip hop. Yeah. Oh, 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 <laughs> yeah, top on top. <laughs> you should spend time with Tapo, bro. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, like, we would, but it's like well, 36 mean, days. I've been trying to. It's a busy guy. It's a busy guy. It's a busy guy. You know, so, some of the guys in hip hop really go through a lot because maybe they're also not ready. Mm -hmm. Which mm -hmm. is actually mm -hmm. the reality, unfortunately. Mm. You know, yes. the yes. the fact that a lot of them are not ready for the success, a lot of them are not ready for being businessmen or moguls. You know, um, 
Uh, we went to we went to Maporisa's um, live scorpion this yeah, weekend, scorpion. right? Yeah, um, again, you know, I hate it. I hate it. Like we still have to go through this. Like they don't know how much alcohol to have. Fair. Um, how to prepare mm. for an event? Like we shouldn't go to an event and complain about we can't buy alcohol. Yes, yeah. you know, because it's 2022. There's been so many people that have done it, right? But again, it just for me speaks to. As much as I criticize, I'm like, okay, I guess it's their first. You know, yeah. I guess it's their first. Mm -hmm. But it's like, there's a need. That's why for me, like, I'm unfortunately, I'm projecting it on, on actually on Kevin Hart. But there's a need for, like, hip-hop artists to understand the transition. And I think Block Coffee, Block Coffee tried mm. to explain it on that episode. He really mm. did. And... If you guys listen to it, that episode is amazing, dog. It's, he's, it's, it's dope. Yeah, and it was like the, the highlights, the clickbaity stuff is, you know, Jay-Z was texting me, this yeah, guy was texting me. Yeah. But the important but actually proper the important crux is, is the guys that work for me CC me on the emails. Yeah. I always know what's happening. Mm. They don't negotiate the bad deal without my consent. Yes. You like, know what I mean? Like, so so like just like we, just need to, we just need to teach the guys to... That's why, like, you know, Casper, some of these deals that we see, they may not be what they are, mm. you know? But I like that they try. So we got to highlight yes. that they try. Yes. Yes. And once they try, we got to highlight how to move after trying. Yes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's Amen. a... Yeah. For me, the, the trying is the fact that even in failing, or they, they're paying their school fees. They, they're paving the way because... That's ultimately going to be the blueprint where for, for, for there to now finally be events where it's not going to be the typical challenges of from without mentioning any specific events, but it's the alcohol, maybe it's ticketing or it's the usual stuff. It's like it's even simple things like that exactly because it's a case of to Tisa's point about hip hop is a great space, easy way to enter. I want hip hop to now start drawing people that would not be conventionally taken into business subspaces. So someone in a conventional events company through the hip-hop frame of work, okay, they don't have a degree in whatever, right? But this person has got back to the city, Kunye, ABCD, years of working that. So if you bring that person on to a Scorpion Kings, that person will run a flawless yeah. alcohol mm. supply. Mm. You mm. see now, because mm. the academic and tick box way is clearly not working and hip hop can be the conduit. You know it's real when niggas use words like conduit. Yeah. Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> that's how much I write for my culture, bro. Because, dude, that's how much... <laughs> like it's like over and over without becoming too preachy but Bonga knows we feel strongly about this same subject there are a lot of people of color who sometimes Jay-Z perfect example mm. might not have the qualification but just give black people a chance to showcase what they can do especially if they've got a proven track record don't get caught up in you don't haven't worked this way or haven't done the conventional uh way to get to where you're supposed to. But at the end of the day, in this day and age, who needs convention? We need innovators. Bro, that nigga told Kevin Hart that he's got champagne that's made in Champagne, which is a small little area in yeah. France. Yeah. And it took him 15 years. Oh. Like, that's a critical conversation yeah. I would have loved yeah. to hear. Do you know I'm blown Do you know I'm blown I, I went to... But the one, the one time I went to wine well, tasting, this is not a bitch session. <laughs> but do you know what I'm just going? Do you know I'm getting blown away by that champagne point? Yeah. I actually didn't know, but I went to some wine tasting in Spear in Cape Town. A sommelier told me that most of these other champagnes cannot use the word champagne because it's exclusive. They use MCC. MCC mm. because that word champagne is exclusive to that area, and mm. so once again, 
for Jay to get that, and it took 15 years. What was happening in that 15 years? Why mm. did you keep pushing? Why did you not give up? And why was it so important for you to fight that fight to get that? Mm. that Me, I also want to know yeah. about his, the deals that failed. Yeah, because there, there are a lot of things yes. that we see that succeeded. Right? Mm-hmm. Tell me what failed and why. We should start a show. We should actually start a show called The Fails. <laughs> you laugh, but it would actually yeah, be. Yeah, yeah, it would actually. I've said something like similar to that. Would it would actually be so dope to because we know how public is. Mm-hmm. So we take like failure stories from successful yeah. people. Yeah, There's know, so much failure. Oh, actually, yeah. Do you know that's yeah, a great yeah, idea yeah, for a yeah. show? And I've There's so much failure in the world, <laughs> it, it can't fail. Like, like, like you, you, you know, because like, for me, it's always like, okay, we do realize what people are going to do. Ne? Like, but then I blew it, became a success. Most, and people didn't do what we think they're going to do. Instead of happening on the person, mm. they realize what the show is. Yeah. But... Even in hip-hop, though, because I think we're even more aggressive than just general public, it would be dope to do failure stories of the people who are successful. Yes. So you get a Casper, he tells you about his failure stories, about how they happen. Yeah. You get an AK, mm. you get a, like, a touchline, you get, like, the people who are known. Get, this, like, you get, a get the ass, CEO you get, of Get a CEO of Drip. On time, like, yo, nigga, like, you went from here just selling shoes to like partnering with the biggest hip hop artists in Africa. Because I feel like other things seen as South Africans, because we tried this competition thing and we concentrate on it too much, we like fucking miss big South African moments. Because it's not my guy. Mm. Oh, yeah. AK, just AK's not my guy. Actually, this belongs in every sphere, like even over and above hip hop, even in business, you need that kind of uh, 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 segments where you get. The successful guys explaining how some of their projects failed and the yeah. lessons that they learned even from 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 that perspective. I, I think there's a lot of needs to 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 learning about uh, people's failures because then they, they are more honest about what they learned yes. from the failures than the success. You know? Yes. It can fail. Yes. You can't it can't fail. That the, the your idea can fail. Because there's so much failure in the world. Hey, yo, I, see, I, see, I, see, I see the buzz. I see the buzz. It can't fail. <laughs> if I was given a choice to interview the CEO of Coca-Cola or Pepsi in terms of how the two brands are doing in South mm. Africa, I'd interview the CEO of Pepsi hands Pepsi down. Guy. Because there's parts of Africa where Coke has no foothold. Yes. It's Africa, it's just Pepsi. So what, you want to sit him there? Yeah, it's, it's crazy. Mm. What Pepsi did Pepsi do? Because these guys will come, they'll roll out, they'll throw the budgets. Remember during before 2010 World Cup, all those billboards, Ronaldinho, all that stuff, nothing, it didn't work. So what I really like about what Ben's was saying and why it's a really, it's a big, it's a, it's a gem. For me, success is, I always call success, I'm a firm believer that you learn more from failures in life than you do success. Why? Success is the trophy ceremony. Failure ah. is all the years in the gym, all the practices, all the missed layups. Manchester all the... City. <laughs> I, I was wow. going <laughs> yeah. 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 wow. to... I deflected. I was going to say, sounds like you'll take dinner with Jay, bro. Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> I like Kanye saying dinner with Jay. He's saying all that. No, it's Kanye. It actually is, bro. It's like Kanye. Kanye. Yo, he's like a podcaster. Dinner with Jay actually sounds much better. No, but it is actually a good point. And even Bong, I like to put all things together. Like Bong was saying, over and above just hip-hop in life, 
sometimes when CEOs and people who are business owners, when they speak to you, see, even pastors, when they speak, the reason why it doesn't resonate is you're telling people the end product. Yes. You're telling me yes. how you worked hard yes. and now you've got a mega church. Mm. You can't, you You're can't, not sharing so, with me how so, I used so, to be so a corner preacher. I'm not, I'm not a preacher. I'm going to let you finish. <laughs> but I, I wanted to just say that, like, with pastors, mm. what, what, how I see it, Mina Uguti, the congruent would be, you keep on telling me that there's heaven. I'm 12 or I'm 15. I believe that I still have 60 years to live in this world. Mm. You are not telling me how to live the 60 years till I die. Mm. You are just telling me that when I die, I'm going to go to heaven if I do good. It's like, no. Uh, I want the intro. Also, give me like the germs yeah. of, hey, yo, I'm a pastor. I'm 60. I navigated this. Girls tempted me yeah. and I did this. Molested some and kids. This happened. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, some of the pastors. Catholic church. Well, I mean, like, but Mauro. Oh, I came back from It's funny, but it's true. It's Yo. true, isn't it? But Mauro, you know what you're saying? You know, Mauro, you just hit. Just the irony of that is what you are saying is. Which is what you are saying is the, is the reason why the Pharisees, the religious leaders of the time, had met before Jesus. You, that was his parables and teachings were exactly that. It's one thing to talk about the promised land and all that, yeah. but he was practical. This is what you need to do when you are here. Because he knew that, look, even some of the some simple response, the cities as disciples were like, why does your master hang out with all these people, like prostitutes, tax collectors, all the people who despise that day? And Jesus knowing that, it was like, ah, you guys clearly are fine. I'm like a doctor. I'm here for those in need. The need is now. Whereas y'all are telling him, because like, it's exactly that. But to the point back about where the lessons learned that are really important, in closing this point, is just that letting people know the steps, what Black Coffee tell you about being CC'd in emails, what Jay-Z will tell you about how it took him something. Why was it worth fighting for 15 years just to get the champagne deal done. Mm. Because my conclusion is that, like Maota said, unfortunately in the social media instant gratification era that we live, a lot of people miss out on opportunities because quick to throw in the towel or they don't realize that this does not come overnight. For all of us who are sports fans, we've seen the journeys, we've seen how long it takes for some people to finally get it. Even if they don't, some people fail as players but become the best coaches. They only become the best coaches through years of failing to make it as a player. But seeing that, yo, my aptitude, you know, this is where it's at. So maybe one day, Pep Guardiola, without Messi, might get the Champions League. Oh, this is a head <laughs> 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 So it's better it up and as also oh, fans, we can't be talking shit, but they're moving right along. You know what I feel? We can't be talking shit. You know what I feel? I feel like in this soliloquy that you just gave us, like, it was so, like, spiritual because you guys just signed Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> it's a fucking Sunday morning. You are his savior. You know but yeah, man, let's relax a bit. Let's yeah. relax a bit. No, it I wanted to say, morning. I just yeah. want to say, man, like, I feel like Top was, I, yeah, like, I want you to, because, you know, like, I like that he got the message through the interview, yeah, as yeah, is, yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. right? Um, But but maybe because, I don't know how, why, how, what related 
if you can show yes, that. And, and, he's, yes. and, and he's, he's the youngest person in the room. Exactly. exactly. Yeah, it will help I mean. a lot of people who are in yeah. the same space. So I feel like, you know, with the interview, uh, for me, listen to the interview and also Jay-Z's music, I always refer to his book, Decoded. You know? Like, he shows us. Because I think you missing between the lines. His lyrics, the book has, like, the journey and then the songs, like, coming of age. Yeah. Whereby he saw, like, uh, who... The guy signed. Uh, Memphis Bleak. Memphis Bleak. Yes, yeah. that like he saw him in the hood, how he moved and all that, and he did the song, you know. And for me, like all the time when I listen to his interview, I always read the book. I think that book I read it like five times, you know. And for me, I come from Soweto, and like for me, I'm a kid. Up, I, I even told Tisa, like, "Yo, man, I was negotiating a deal with a CFO of a company in Midrand, mm. and I come from Soweto. Mm. And for me, the inspiration comes from Jay Z. Like, yo, you come from the projects, and you can't make an excuse that, yo, I didn't go to varsity, I didn't go to this. But how you move with the streets, how you see the niggas like moving the streets. And for me, I relate to that because even me, I look back when I was in grade twelve, I did a, a speech whereby I was talking about Jay Z. People are talking about successful people mm. and my English teacher was like who's Jay-Z mm. and like come to a point my like the chicks was like oh Beyonce's husband you know they didn't kill that energy bro you know? <laughs> and I was like oh okay you know okay it's like that mm. I was like okay cool I understand that but I had to talk about what he did about in terms of like bringing water to Africa and shit like that you mm. know and people didn't know that you know mm. so for me like those interviews, it's like I'm reading between the lines. It's like, okay, it doesn't go too deep how you negotiate, but for me, it inspires me. And for me, like sometimes you just have to find your pet. You know, mm-hmm. I cannot negotiate like Jay Z because I'm not a rapper. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not gonna be like, yo, I'm successful in being a rapper, so I'm taking the success to these business deals. I can only negotiate with my skills. Like, yo, I'm a best videographer, but give me a chance, you'll see. Mm-hmm. And like I was even be like, well. We were shooting, I was shooting a content for VW, and there was this white guy from Cape Town, and he's shooting for, for VW. And we we're like, you know, going part to part with that guy because he's shooting for many VW uh, dealerships in Cape Town and here. Mm. And I was like, yo, like, I'm, I'm a kid from like Soweto, but I'm competing with these white guys. And even I was posting mm. to my status, and people, most people, they would say that I brag. Like, I'm not bragging. I'm showing you that, like, it can be done. Yeah, you can present yourself. To a company, not an employee, but as a business. Like my Gen Z showed me that you can present yourself not an employee, but a business. I'm a businessman. Business yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, send me all of my business. If that is not the perfect way to say yeah. it, because yeah. uh, that's really it, my dog. Yeah. Like, and and I think for me, what I want to say just on the slide, dog, is. Like, I see how you work, man. Like, I see the shit that you do. And funny enough, you've made me realize what... To to make it... I don't know how I can make it funny in school because I don't think I can. But you've made me realize even more what Jay-Z music does. And not only what Jay-Z music does, because when that hits, it's like, oh, what hip-hop does. Yeah. Because there's someone who hates Jay-Z, who listens to Stars P, mm. who has the same energy. Yeah. Because that's what hip-hop has always been about, taking the black guy out of, like, fucking terrible conditions. Yeah. And I think us, as, like, fucking African kids embracing that shit, 
Because we don't know how, how far this shit goes, bro. Mm. Like, we don't mm. know how far this order will go. Yeah. So, just as, like, black kids appreciating other black khrudmans, as I was saying, but we used to have a makhrudman. Mm. Like, th- those are our khrudmans. Oh, jeez, bro. And I know other people clown it, and I watch it, people clowning the shit. I'm like, but if you look at it, there's niggas who've taken this experience and made something out of it. And you can never clown that guy because it'd be stupid to do it. If someone listened to Jay-Z and started a business and the business is successful, you are the damn idiot for clowning that nigga. Styles P does not have juice bars, more than one juice bars. Fam. Before Jay-Z has 40-40. Fam. There we go. Fam. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. So, also, I think with yeah. that deal of Crystal, because I read the book, you know, because even you can remember, like, Rosenbaum Doubt, mm. like, she did a cover there, he had, like, a cigar. Mm. And most niggas were not smoking cigars, you know? Mm. Yes. But you see now, like, when <laughs> you go to these issue. branches, you Every know? <laughs> you know? Yeah. But you can go back, like... I was like, talking Crystal when you're most young niggas thought that she was beer yeah, and shit, yeah. you know? And all that, you know? And I feel like what he... I, I think he said what the power of hip-hop there, that, like, hip-hop has a bigger power to influence, like, brands. Yeah. Most... The, back then, those Crystal companies, they were like, oh, Jay-Z, don't speak about our brand. Yes. And I it was like, oh, okay, I'm not going to do Crystal. Yeah. I'm going to do something, but I'm going to show and you. And then I'm going to do my yeah, shit. Yeah, my shit. Speak about yeah. it on my music. About it. And it's going to blow up. Yeah, I feel like with that 15 year chain, I think it was inspired from those people saying no to him. Like, okay, cool. Yeah. I can be a bigger brand and also compete to you. But I'm gonna. it's going to be a long journey because for me, I didn't get, 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 get those privileges. You know, like, oh. Like I'm Jay Z yeah. back then, but now like, like you're, that's, not, you're, not, you you're not dating Beyonce and then yeah, mm. you're not dating Beyonce. Yeah, you, know? yeah you, <laughs> must, you must find one, bro. Michelle is available. This is my nigga, bro. This is my nigga. Maude can finish your point, but that is boyfriend. I'm joking, I'm joking. Don't cancel me, I'm joking. Hey yo, actually, actually, let's pre vote. Who are people thinking fairly? Because I feel like also what in this in this it's not like it's a different topic, whatever, but in the zone that we're at, what I feel like is also important, except uh, I'm hating on the same again. so good. Brand loyalty, bro. I was still recording. Now we are the power black. The power of black, you know, bro, you know. Shit. <laughs> well, yeah, we're pivoting, but as, as, so, we're, as we're pivoting. So I was saying, actually, the power of black, because I was, I was going fairly to the power of black, because I think, uh, again, not in another, we said this before it happened, like, moment. But we did, but we will not say it like that. Play coffee, drink, Ibiza, or whatever, Ibiza. Mm. That's how you say it in Spanish, right? Yeah, it's like the Ibiza. Cazola instead of Cazola. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So in Ibiza, <laughs> uh, together, where I think it's, it is important to also show how the events happened. Drake went 
and joined Black Coffee at an Ibiza stage. Drake was fucking ecstatic that Black Coffee is playing his music at an Ibiza stage. It's a snap, crackle, and pop. Okay. There's static at the back. Yeah. Uh, I think. I think. Yeah, pause, swap. Yeah. Swap. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So, so as I was saying that, like, we are speaking about people, and and it's so great that we were picking Ukofi up because in his interview on the AMPD shit, he was actually explaining how the shit went out, and when you look at it, when the Drake album dropped, I don't know if that episode is dropped. But when the Drake album dropped, we said in that episode that what you guys need to realize is that in Europe, it's coming in the Northern Hemisphere, the summertime is coming. We all knew before time that Ibiza Plekovic got it like on lock. But it's about, and funny enough, this whole conversation is linking now that I think about it. It's about... What is the next level that I can get? <coughs> yes, every year in Ibiza I'm going to be called. But I'm still an entertainer. I still aim to please. What is the next level? And if I'm able to go through the winter waking on a dance album with Drake, trust me, I know what is next. Because that is the next level. Like, I don't know if people get it. Yes, you can play in Ibiza. But you're now a resident DJ in Ibiza who's an executive producer in a Drake album playing Drake music and Drake coming out to Ibiza because he knows that that DJ is going to play his music. What makes it even greater is the fact... (laughs) What makes it even greater is the fact that I think... (laughs) (laughs) I think my point is going to come to your frustration. It's going to come to your frustration. The fact that sometimes the the glam of TV and lights, we think Drake and them are upper echelon. They can't go any higher. But there are places where, to them, they still want to elevate certain genre of music, certain countries. Perfect example. People forget that album, not elsewhere, should uh, who's that the guy? Tyler, the creator, had a festival. Where they thought uh, Frank Ocean was going to be the main headliner. Drake. I remember. They booed Drake. Yeah. So yeah. for us, yeah. thinking yeah. that someone as Drake can't go anywhere, can't do any wrong, but for them, even with this marketing team, they all know within EDM spaces, within certain festivals, within Ibiza, within yes. Glastonbury. I remember there were people who got mad the first time Jay Z did Glastonbury, which is a traditionally the biggest rock festival. A few purists. But the rest were crazy. The same way DMX once did Woodstock. So your frustration is right because people don't get how big some of these moves are. We're waxing lyrical, right? But once upon a time, about DJ Fresh had a club. Bro, 99 problems rang hard. Hard. And festival. Can you imagine that? Like And I, then and then he also did um what's the joint with uh Get no, off your shoulder. Did, no, the John did. Um, Mr. Hudson. Lincoln Park. Oh, yeah. Encore. Come on, bro. See, wait, 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 you are Zimbabwean and you do UK English. <laughs> and I'm South African, I'm influenced by US English. In how we said encore. I said, I mean, encore. You're like, encore. <laughs> I'm like, that is the right way. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but I 
אההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההה
Niggas are being friends. Grown. Grown. I've grown from that. But, yeah. but it's always funny because <laughs> if we share, what we usually end up doing is that because hip-hop is hip-hop, and we've all, and I mean all of us here, have discussed hip-hop at the corner of a road at some point. Like just at the corner of a road with some random niggas, we've done that. So what you get to realize is a lot of times topics intersect. Easily, bro. We've literally discussed probably like all our topics, but mm. in just different forms. Mm. You know, like, and I love that about podcasting, though. And I w- I hope people are going to gravitate more towards that kind of podcasting. That Like Heaven like Hard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is, this is yo, funny. Yo, yo. <laughs> Consistent. It's hard to hard. Yeah. It's not hard to hard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yo, yo! If you're listening and it's your first time listening, sorry, uh, this boys go off like this, and I can't do anything about it. Yo, but anyway, funny. shout out to Black Coffee, shout out to Drake, and I do believe that that move is working out exactly how we kind of like expected it to pan out. But it's not one of those f- uh, praise a fish for f- for swimming shit. Like, Drake could easily have been in Atlanta doing the biggest blockbuster show in the summer of the USA. Mm-hmm. But Plekov was able to do something with him that made sure that Drake spends his summer in the fucking Nibita mm-hmm. and is going crazy over a South African DJ. And as a last point, again, as South Africans, we really take for granted like the shit the South Africans do. And I think the first thing, it comes from the arrogance of us thinking that we are Europeans. It it, it comes from us thinking that we are... You know, in soccer, they say, but see, South Africa thinks they are not in Africa when the FCON starts. <laughs> when the FCON qualifiers. They think that these Europeans who have to travel to Africa. And when you look at that shit, yes, it's jokes, but it's realistic mindset that gets into people. Mm. And we've seen that happen. Mm. And we need to root it out by showing that, hey, yo, this is still Black Coffee mm. You've seen Black Coffee in international stages for so many years that... Take it for granted. Take, but I mean, it's because maybe there's Banner Boy, there's Wizkid, which can mm. hold a convo. But, but no, but, but, yes, but, but then but, to me, it's like... But, a, but I'll, I'll give them dead. another blow, but I'll give them another blow. We also have Anati. <laughs> I'm a um, 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 NFT. <laughs> ah, I see Soundtracks so, with Beyonce. To, yeah, so, so to just end off, it's just the thing that I, I, I think I've been employing it for quite a while now, like directly or indirectly. But I think now when I do it directly, we take for granted what South Africans are doing out there, mm. and because of how we become arrogant, the South Africans, because of the shit we've been exposed to. Yes, it happens. I'm not saying I'm faulting you for that happening. You know, like, if you didn't know that Jordan Force existed, you'll appreciate it, you'll appreciate Jordan Force differently, or Jordan 5s differently. But if you've been playing around in dirt with Jordan Force, Jordan 5s is just the next sneaker after Jordan Force. It's not this iconic 
whatever. It is just like the next one. And we are not there, South Africans. Thing we, are not, we are there. We are not there. We are still trying, especially in entertainment, to get to levels. Because entertainment is about money. Mm. Entertainment is about making money, guys. Mm. That's, we can't go left, right, and center. Mm. We have not reached the levels of making money that Americans and Europeans have done. The fact that we are getting into those markets is a fucking huge deal. Mm. The fact that Black Covid doesn't have to say that I'm a, 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 a DJ from South Africa. I'm a world artist. I the hate fact that, genre. that I'm Black Coffee. I'm Black Coffee. The end. Getting there I'm is Trevor, a I'm huge. Trevor, I'm, I'm Trevor, Trevor Noah. Noah. And I'm a comedian. And I'm a comedian. Yeah. Mm. Like, you need to realize that you used to watch Dave Chappelle say that and you'd appreciate it because you know who fucking Dave Chappelle is. Mm. Mm. Now, appreciate Bell, that. Now yes, appreciate so that examples. you know who Blekofi is. They know. Like people, who would never said food to South Africa, who their favorite DJ in the world is Blekofi. Mm. Mm. You need to fucking process that shit. Like how crazy. There is someone right now who's listening to podcasts, who've listened to Joe's podcast, who've listened to Nori, who fucking lives in fucking Iceland for, for whatever I care. But who believes that the Nori Nachena podcast is his favorite podcast. We international, baby. Uh, the, like, num- the number said. Thinking of that is just a different, it makes you appreciate shit differently. Like, when you know that this is not meant to be, you get to realize it. And, like, I just wish South Africans do it a bit more. Yeah, I don't take that for granted. So if, luck. Yeah. But I, in, on the subject of Kevin Hart, we've kind of given a bit of slack. I would like to give Kevin Hart props for being the very first person when Trevor first got the gig as a host of the uh, the late night show. A lot of guests were not sure who Trevor Noah was. After John Stewart, they yeah, wouldn't touch him. I remember that time. And Trevor said to his team, can we just try Kevin Hart? They were like, yo, he said this on, on Trevor, he was on Kevin Hart's podcast. And the team were like, if we can't even get these big people, this is Kevin Hart. Because Kevin Hart, we, we, once again, like Motor said, take it for granted, but he's big within acting and movies. And in a heartbeat, pun intended, he agreed, <laughs> he agreed to do, he was the first guest that Trevor Noah ever had, simply because gave him his flowers, believed in him, and was so enlightened by he was blown away by what Trevor did and what he achieved. And short story, how Trevor got that gig is they saw a clip of him in South Africa on YouTube and John Stewart's like, yo, this could kid could do what I could do. Even when John Stewart did call Trevor the one time, he himself did not believe it, that whole thing of, because it's that much of a big deal. So in summation of my Otis point is, I think it's good not to take, as fans were spoiled, When's the next series? When's the next episode? When's the next mixtape? Okay, you've done it, beat. So what are you doing next as Black Coffee? But these are huge things. And the money starting to roll in, the claim, even for... Look at look at how long Afro Beats had to go grind hard Fem. before now they can even now... Whisk, with the whiskey. Remember, there was a time in South Africa where we said, get Afro Beats out of here. Yeah. they've been open, here for so for, long. For so long. Open letters and everything. But now they're like fucking international. <laughs> it's no, like, no, 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 no. It was, good, it was good to get them out of here so that my piano can be. Mm. Yeah. And they can also... And, also, and, and, so and they can also go international. Because my piano is that. Yeah, we're there. We're there together. We are peers. No yes. beef, nothing. We're peers exactly. Now, yeah. You see, so it was... And now that's why we no longer say get out of here. 
like, we're like, yeah, come. Yeah. Come enjoy the piano. Also, my piano, piano went to their countries. Yes. Here you go. That's that's probably the good shout point. Shout out to Foga. Shout out to Ponsebe. Yeah, shout out to Ponsebe. Shout out to Ponsebe. Scorpion Kings. Yeah, but... <laughs> Only shout out to Ponsebe. But I wanted to say, man, I just want to put a bit of pressure on Cash. Um, We want to, we want to do a 10... 10 episode series on crypto and lending all the way to music NFTs. Mm. And you're going to find this on business agenda. No pressure, buddy. I know the pressure is putting on me. I'm going to take this exact clip and send it to the person who needs to hear it. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's just say there's affiliations of a coffee nature with that person. So I w- hey! Hey! Trust me, bro. So yeah. the, shout out, shout out, so shout out to Kofi, shout out to Ibita, shout out to Drake. And uh I think uh we've we've, we've done a, a a lot of like nice general not general. Mm. I still don't have a name for these topics. Mm. Like business Holi- topics, basically. Holistic. Yeah, holistic. holistic. Yeah. <laughs> Those things. I want us to like Pick up some music, man. Like, it's been a while since we shit out of music, since we praise music, mm. and we are a fucking music podcast. Mm. So you know, let's let's not fall in the trap of the of that other podcast. Mm. Uh, the <laughs> teaser only listen to uh, mildly now, you know. Mm. So well, it's just um, opinions over opinions. Yeah, and and I think since we've we've, we've went this hard, SA. I think let's start with the quick hits. I know it will just us be passing by, but I think it's important since we're praising SA. And let's talk about the gentleman who released a single and he is on the lineup of the current Earth Gang tour. So, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, again. Again, yeah. just yeah. watching brands evolve, win, do shit, put South Africa mm. on the map, and you appreciating it. Again, Blakey is becoming another example of that, man. Like, just from genuine... Can I tell you, because I think maybe I should be honest with this, with the fans. Like, when Blakey came out, which I think is still even now, but when Blakey came out, I saw Blakey is weird. <laughs> Not that I was like, saying that your music is trash. I was like... <laughs> Damn, in SA, we've grown to where we got, like, the weird part of rap. Because in, in, in America, they got it, you know, like... Was it, was it because it's because like, Zulu? I think so. So, in my head, even as an... Like, with Nestisi, yes, Nestisi raps in English all the time, but it's not weird to me that this is Zulu and he's this guy. Was it not maybe the... Old nigger perspective. Nah, also, or is nah, also it's a, it's a, because it's a, he's, he's, okay, he's more on the on the is an outline in terms of how he just presents himself. It was that I just didn't see it as an old nigger perspective because it was the outlier factor. Because like Yen, I love that song Get yeah, and Four. Yeah. I don't love it as something I should go yeah, and play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. when yeah. that shit goes, yeah. I'm like. Bro, it even has a bounce. Yeah. 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 Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 I'm like, ah, let's go. Please believe it. <laughs> but it's not typical shit where I can yeah. be like, hey, yo, I love this song because it does what, nah, it just makes me go crazy. <laughs> and Blakey is that guy. And mm. I've come to appreciate that 
he's just this like fucking crazy ass kid who does things by his own rules, who's just going places. And I've been tuned in ever since. Mm. And then he drops a song with basically the biggest internet nigga in SA. The best rapper in Africa. Big facts. No cap. I was waiting for that. <laughs> That's what Shout he out says. to Stogie. <laughs> <laughs> Previously so, to me. You ain't sold. You ain't sold. <laughs> but yeah, man, like, it's a Blackie Aries song. <laughs> no, there's no Blackie Stogie song. That's out there, so yeah. <laughs> Teaser man, it makes you think otherwise. No. Crimea River. There's a Blakey Aries song that's out there. Uh, The reason the song's out is because uh, Blakey is dropping a deluxe of the EP that he dropped. There's a six song EP that he dropped uh, a couple of months ago. Uh, It is one of the songs that I loved, like there, which I regret that I didn't play enough, was Cold. I think it was the lead single. And you, me, I've always said on this podcast that mean I don't be Blake is my guy. And I feel like as much as this is like hip hop Blakey, the one with the Aries, it was more on the catering for the R and B niggas. Mm. So, bro, at the at the at the Scorpions King, the way the show was designed, you had Madumani, and then you had Kabza, and then you had Scorpions King. Mm-hmm. Yes, copying K. So like Madumani did Madumani songs, you know, mm. and then Madumani's last song was with Blackie. So he's that impactful living in my piano. Come on, <laughs> that's yeah. close. Like, yeah. can we, that's Madumani's close, yeah, and like, Madumani has records. Yeah. Like he has records. Madumani is the. But the one, yeah. man, like, shout out. And he did, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Whoa, what? <laughs> I was gonna go crazy. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm like, why won't it tease a dog? You know, you know, you, you know, in concert format, it's like, um, it's like, um, so Madubani is playing and then, then Cubs is gonna get ready. Yeah. He's next. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then they gave him about three, four songs to do. To like, like, yeah, he, yeah, he lit the Sarina up, dog. Oh, man. And it's also, it's very dope that he introduced himself, you know, my name is Blakey Somnyama. Yes. And he's getting chubby. I'm like, man. Man. It's becoming like in Kabi. It's a weird in Kabi. Yeah, I saw you. You should see, bro. I saw I saw it. Now, I just now. You should see, bro. Somnyama in Kabi. I saw it. I saw the performance in Kabi. Somnyama in Kabi. He just like, needs a brand new it. Yes, yes. I swear <laughs> to you. I swear to you. He doesn't even need to do news. He's Some like... Yama. Oh, Some dog. <laughs> you guys are killing Veli, bro. Hey, my man, you're going to see the bitch and you're going to be yeah. like... Shout out to Blakey, though, man. Like, uh, and I feel as if, again, business-wise, sorry to go back to business, again, we have to always like, plug in the holes, right? Blakey realizes that he dropped music and then after dropping the music, a tour was announced. But that tour was a couple months later. And then it was like, I bet I'm going to ride this music. And a couple of months before the tour starts, let me drop a deluxe mm. of new songs. Now, 
Uplake, you also back rocking the daisies with fucking probably Ed Gang. And he could be performing some new music with a single from the biggest internet rapper, who it is. Like, that shit is not not designed. Because I think sometimes we look at this shit, oh, we're so happy you linked up with that. We're like, yo, man. People work to get to these positions. Mm. This shit is designed. Intentionality. Someone called. Someone texted. Someone said, yo, I think this could work. Mm. I think we take that for granted so much. Like, as a people. Sorry, again, to hop on onto the same shit. Because I think maybe time my mind is just there. But it's like, we need to realize the kind of shit that we're doing. I need to realize as my water of the Nudi Nachena podcast in South Africa. Don't forget the 11. That, I mean, come on. <laughs> Please say the 11. 11. <laughs> <laughs> so I need to know and I need to be cognizant of the fact that I know a YouTube reactor from Philly. It's you. Like, that is not like just one of those things. Because, yes, as a... As someone who's made it, you can come and think when I, oh man, what is that? But when you look at it from a yo, man, just like a couple of months ago, Tepo didn't even know us and is now part of the team. And just like a couple of months ago, this and this wasn't happening. And now you are in a position where someone from Philly is saying, hey yo, I feel like I can plug this here, ganja, ganja, ganja. Someone from like fucking Tanzania. It's like, yo, I've plugged my po- your podcast to, to a few niggas because I've realized that you guys also share some good details about this and that. And then it leads to like business agenda and then it leads to like that and that. <laughs> so I, I think my whole preaching moment is just about seizing... Not only, no, not seizing the moment. Seizing the moment is some motivational shit. Mm. But <laughs> living in the moment. No, I hate yeah, motivational yeah, I hate motivational <laughs> <laughs> I hate motivational <laughs> <laughs> I get motivational. Fuck this motivation. I think I get my hotel because a lot of it, it's pie in the sky. <laughs> <laughs> what practicality? What? Because what? <laughs> I'm like, damn, becoming those guys. Was it Timbo? Timbo 11. On LinkedIn. Fucking it. Catch me on LinkedIn. <laughs> Catch me outside. Man. Yeah, exactly. Yo. Yeah, so, be, the, be, pre- be present. But like it's really dead, man. Like, just being present and appreciating the moment because I think maybe I'm also talking to myself. Sorry that I'm, t- I'm making this last a bit too long. But I think I'm also talking to myself because I've kind of been going through it with the changes and there's been weeks where I'm like, yeah, yeah, shit is fine. And then just one day I'm like, fuck, where's cash? <laughs> yo, like, can I like, yo, what the fuck? Oh, shit. Oh, I now need to check on pens. We need to talk about that. We need to talk about that. 
But it's not motivated enough. So it's really like always about that like for me. So it's like once you are able though to realize and genuinely be honest with yourself about where you are, it is when you will genuinely, genuinely like realize the opportunities that are in front of you. Because some of those opportunities are blocked by the fact that you think, you might, you don't see it, but how you move moves like it is be, like those moves are beneath how you move. Or they're beyond you. And I, you, you get what I'm saying? It's mm. not that you are projecting that energy or you are saying that you're, I don't want a NASA, like whatever. But how you move is actually telling those people that you are at a stage that you're actually not at. There's, there's people in Mr. Price who are looking to sponsor your merch. But then you show that when you only wear Bhutan, you only wear Adidas. You, like, it's just a realization of I am here and I'm doing fucking amazing here. Because it's also that part that you don't realize how great you are doing up until you become in the present. Because if you are supposed to be a YouTube star, but you are still doing an audio podcast, you'll think, I'm not doing shit. But you're not realizing that you got 1,000 people on the audio and they couldn't even see you. And when they see you, you're going to get those 1,000 people and probably 500 more. Yes, you are getting there, but just because you don't have that 500 more, why are you don't cheating play. on your product? Mm. You know, so mm. it's really that, man. Uh, recognize where it, you are. It, recognize where South Africa is at. Recognize what South Africa is doing and get behind that mm. because you're going to win off, like, on the back of niggas' work. And that is how it's supposed. People shit on that. You are supposed to win off other niggas working harder than you. <sighs> Opening but doors. That's, that's what opening doors means. It's Paving. harder to open a door than to walk onto an open door. Or pave the way. So niggas know that they're going to work harder than you. Don't think you shouldn't appreciate that. They know that they're working harder than you. They know you're going to reap more benefits than them. Just their win is you reaping more benefits, as much benefit. Like there were niggas who were doing to fucking Portugal. The Mapiano guys and mm. Afrobeat guys. Yeah. Oh, that festival, bro. They were doing a, a festival which is based on African music in Portugal. And it was packed as shit. Yeah. Nobody knew that was going to happen. Just last weekend, and I love sharing, just Some sharing this story. <laughs> That's why it's important to not yes. get it wrong. Yes, I, lo I, lo I love that point. Because some people, the reason it happened is because. Some people were like... Uh, some people saw the genre very early. They said, this shit, it's good enough to go. Yes. Yeah, definitely. So and they made sure it goes. Yeah. And also coming to a point of like opening doors, I feel like for me, like with the Blakey one going to tour with Ed Gang, I feel like uh, even Shane Eagle did that when he yes. did that European tour with Bass. Yeah. You know? And I feel like he was the one who gave Bass that, yo, like, they are good rappers in SA, you know, come through and all that, you know. And I feel like they didn't give him flowers because I think he had to take that tour and take, like, European fans 
just to draw that yo South African can have like dope rap yes. artists, you know. Who can hold and I feel like own. with him, they didn't give him that flowers, you know. I feel like he deserved that. Okay, so I guess and actually, and shout, out, shout out to Bars, bro. Like um. Yeah. Yeah, like, like, I mean, he's a he's a bit of a regular at this point, you yeah. know. Um, this is South African. He might, he might, he might. Um, <laughs> him and QB Smith. Yeah, look bad. No, no. Back in the day, you actually used to be most deaf, you know. Um, yeah, yeah. Housing Cape Town. Housing Cape Town. Yeah. Um, but I think passport issues. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. International. I think passport issues. Yeah, I just don't know who comes who comes who comes here more than bars at this point. But but shout out to him uh, for, nine, for ninth wonder. Um, and I think we spoke. Ninth is, ninth is always. Yeah, here. yeah. Ninth, ninth was just ninth, here the other ninth, day. Ninth, yeah. Yeah, 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 and we spoke about um, you know, stay low. Shit, and those boys, um, they know. Uh, sorry, sorry. Uh, uh, sorry. Uh, uh, but somebody, uh, uh, no, I need to say this. Uh, uh, somebody uh, podcast. Uh, 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 yeah, ninth wonder. Go listen yeah, to it. Yeah. Shout out, shout out to shout out. We spoke about stay low the other day, man. Um, shout out to to them. And also like teaming up with with um, the bus, mm. and then bus bringing fins, and then bus bringing um, what's J Cole's label again? Dreamville. 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 Yeah. Like now you can see everything connecting, you know, for mm. for rocking the daisies, mm. and and then they even putting their niggas on the on the on the lineup. Yeah. You know what I mean? And because, because of the connections that there. really really happened, and Cause is on there, Bompoy. Yeah, yeah, cause. No, you yeah. didn't know that cause is there. Yeah, it's there. Yeah. I, was, I was plugging him to the Dreamville niggas. I'm like, when is this? Didn't know this Dreamville niggas are coming. It's in yeah, it's, it's in it's in October. Yeah. No, there's one in Joburg as well. When is the Joburg one? Um, yeah, we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. Shout out! Shout out! Shout out to shout out to the niggas that are able to connect this and to actually like bring real collaborations. To that effect, because yeah. to me, um, when we said like look at stay low and and understand, this is this is not a major. Yes. You know what I mean? Mm. This is not a major. Of yes. course it's backed by billionaire and all of that. Yes, but, but it's not but a major. But this is not a major. Yeah. And and if this does this for the people that are signed under stay low, imagine what a major could if mm. they were to. You know, and do you get you that? It speaks to, sorry again, to yeah. take such a great positive thing and make it to the negative, but I always want to speak directly to, like, uh, uh, majors. Like, it speaks to, we are not asking for much when we are saying, when we see someone being signed to Universal, we think these kind of collaborations and movements should happen. Because we see where the music, South African music is at. Mm. So, if Stalo is able to music, because that was literally music, organic kind of, yes, there's business there. It's not like there's no business there, but that was like music-based. It was niggas just but fucking... But for the most part, Mahout, that's actually, in the beginning, it was probably not even profit-making. Yeah, So the exactly. majors, the majors exactly. want, because I don't know where your point was going, but the majors want... Admit to making losses for the benefit of the music. Yes, and whereas and, whereas the independent guys can and still loaded like rocking the daisies has always been great. They've always yeah. brought in international guys, but for the most part they were not profit making. Yes, mm. yes, actually it's critical to that's make a that very point. critical. And, and, and because like in eventing, doc, like you make you make your money off your third, fourth, fifth, yes, event. You know, because yes. you keep building it, you keep building it. Mm. You keep building it. Because now, like, like for yeah. example, with Rocking the Daisies, 
the Dreamville shit is actually its own stand. It's like a Heineken, like stage. Marquee type ever. thing. So you get to realize, like, with, with that, that that is actually rocking the days is also growing and becoming international. Yeah, I mean, like for me, the plug is more on rocking the days because okay. they were intentional enough. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, yeah, that's, mm-hmm. that's, why, that's why I'm trying to go to Guti. Mm-hmm. Actually, it speaks most because you look at what they did and... I'm also speaking to what we usually preach. It is shit like this that we usually preach, that collaborations that are like this, they work. And not only do they work for like the brand that is trying to sell product, it also works for the artists that are involved. Yeah, I mean, in practical terms, this is... Why would, why would pretty... I don't know if Mad, it seems like Madlara is toying with them. We'll we'll yeah. see how that how that pans out because Madlara is with with Kuli and My Throne, you know, yeah, yeah. um, which is under Universal. But Madlara fucks a lot with Stain City guys, you know. Um, they have like um, like Pretty. They have um, they signed who's the who's the girl from um, uh, Zulu Mecca. Oh. Where? Stay love signs, Zulu Yeah. Oh, shit. Yo, congrats to Zulu, dog. And then they've got yo. other smaller guys, like R&B guys, that are yes, always featured yes, on their yes, songs. Yes, you yes, know? Yes, um, yes, yes, Like the girl which had the song with Lord Kaya. Cares. Um, cares, ne? Is it called? Yeah, yes. Lord Cares or something. Lord Cares, Lord yeah, Cares, yeah. Because yeah. I know she had that song with Clara and it was like fucking yes, amazing. you know. Um, on that EP, yeah. yeah. So, so for me, like, seeing all of that, seeing... Someone will ask, okay, why would you sign with Stain Low, not Universal? You know, um, because everybody else went to Def Jam Africa, which is not wrong. Yeah. At the same time. But it's like, I guess, you know, there's that alternative. Like, okay, maybe the, you know, or why ambitious? Like, there's always this, this like, someone, so, there's some people that want conclusions. Why that one? Why not this one? Why that yes. one? Why not this one? Yes. And for me, for Stay Low, if you didn't actually realize their power, this is it. They yes, they, yes. they might not they might not maybe push you on radio and all of that. But, but they are they are self sufficient to put you on the fe- festival. Yeah, they have they their own festival. Mm. That's why I know way more. Like so, yeah. if you wanna perform, if you wanna do your shit at um Hallmark, the venue is available. Yes. You know what I mean? Um if you wanna And we need to record Clara at We need yeah. to record Clara at Hallmark. Yeah, we spoke about yeah, that. Yeah, fucking so. amazing. Man. Um, so 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 for me, it's the it's the it's the there's some guys that do independent really good, mm-hmm. and um, mm-hmm. I don't even know what's their criteria to signing somebody, you know? Yeah, um, but, yeah, but, yeah, 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 yeah. But it's, it's good. But to know it's that, it's yeah. it's good to know that like there's people outside of because I think in America that's how the ecosystem has grown this big. Is niggas realizing that a TDE can exist and then attract a universal for just a distribution? Or or understanding I'm a TDE artist, or I'm a 300 artist. Yes. Or I'm a, I don't know, like, um, you know, Rock Nation artist or Young Money artist. Like, it's important for an artist to know, like, like who fits. In In the bigger, in the yeah. bigger atmosphere of what I'm trying to do, who fits more? 
So I think yeah, because I feel like ambitious is a, here to stay. Maybe like, to push the conversation. There's artists that are here for ambitious. Yes, to push the conversation a bit mm. further. Uh, when I tease, is that yes, because it goes to what we're talking about about South Africa and music. But yo, we're here now. We need you to. It's like with record labels, it's one of those where we get the literal just signing giving me money, make an album, drop an album. We kind of all get that now. So we need you to sell value propositions that are beyond that. We, I need an uh, artist uh, or, or rather a label which is going to tell me, we sit down and I tell them my whole plan and whatever, and then they're like, oh, we've realized that this is the your kind of core fan base. So we believe if we do shows like this, it's actually going to be more impactful and we can sponsor Tina in this and we're already doing like these shows that are similar to your show. So we're going to, we already have a similar crowd to your shit. We plug it in like, the, like the conversations have to progress more than music. Uh, they have to, bro. Kids, like now the backroom studio music sounds quality. So we're above you offering facilities. And, and also to me, dog, like covering, covering, um, buy. Um, that's why, like, um, I always have these mental he- fights in my head. Like, you know, I suppose we're going to have a convo of buy here, but, like, I got to bring him to business agenda too. Because, yes. like, like, when I speaking to L, you know, L the third, it's like, dog, we need this. It's like, I know so many small venues hundred people that a lot of artists don't think about. And and covering by is like, okay, was that profitable? Was that worth it? Was that does it make sense? And if that does make sense, then then we must cover it. Put yes. it out there so that people ma- know. So that it makes sense for more people Correct. who are in the same position. You know what I mean? Yeah. And if there's someone that can get you to those venues, then find a monetary way to collaborate with them. Yes. Amen. You know, like, cause, cause, you know, cause, um, L, L is in audio, you know, yeah. um, all of that stuff, you know. So, so, so it's quite interesting, man. Um, yeah, it is. And, very and I wanted to say on your point earlier on when you're speaking about, you know, just like blowing your own horn. Um, when I listened to this boy, uh, you know, Joey, Joey Badass, uh, like yes. I haven't been following his career like that, right? But um, when I listened to this one, I was like, he feels like he's it feels like, like yeah, now I'm here. Yeah. And imagine what I'm going to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and, and actually speaking on that, that's what I wanted to ask actually someone like you, Tepo, on because I listened to it once, like the project, but already I caught exactly what he's saying, that is this the first time Joey Beres is coming out as Bregadocio as he has is it because he just realized something he just like a uh, sort of unlocked something or has his music even 99 and mm. the other tapes has it always has he always seen himself as the shit because there's a line he says on the he says top three yeah, Kenny Joey, Joey yeah, and Cole yeah, yeah. and we all know that spot 
almost all of us yeah, deserve yeah, for Drake. Drake. Yeah. Yeah. But as soon as he says that, you get why because of the type of raps. I don't want to say this. Funny story. A couple years back, you and I were waxing lyrics on Twitter about all the dope albums that are coming out. Mm. And I also made like, yo, Joey Badass is all, is all sound. And my older juggler said, like, bro, ain't nobody checking for Joey Badass. I, I remember that shit. Exactly. Yeah. And also, <laughs> he said, yeah, he said, yeah, he said I said it. Yeah, he said it. He said it. It was actually 99 that just dropped. No, no, it was it was nine. It was it was bad for the ass. Yeah, that one. Oh, yeah. And we made fun of the album title. We made fun of the album title. I remember. But I'll let Sipo answer. Then I'll give my terrible album title. Yeah, that was yeah, that was a terrible. I'll let Sipo answer, but I also give my take because I've also been following his career. Because you do ask a good question. So what was the question? You're saying basically has he come into his own now? Yeah, I feel like you know what Joey. Uh, like I think I listened to you, man. Like I was in high school. I feel like I knew, like we, we used to have these conversations with my niggas, like, yo, this guy is going to be here, you know? But also, like, I listened to the whole pro era, like, Kipsil Steez, in terms of, like, the wordplay and all that. Mm. For me, he was, like, the greatest, you know? So I feel like with Joey, um, I think he, I think I posted it where he was dancing with um, Pete Diddy. Yes, you yes, know? yes. I feel like him just being around, like, these older Gs, he was like, yo, it's not like I'm sick in the head. You know, sometimes like you feel like you way past your youth. You know, like I, I also I knew that. You know, like yeah. even with Kip Stills, these he saw the vision way before the guys. Don't you don't you feel like you get that a lot with like hanging around with like a team? Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying that I get it as soon as I was as gonna you say ask you. Do, you, do you think the the sample was Didi? <laughs> Well, no, I, 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 well, well, no, I want I I wanted to get into that because I have a theory. Actually, let me get what into the So, album. remember the album yeah, was held up because Yeah, it's a sample. I will tell you. On that specific Friday. Ayo. You got a clean Friday. This is all the speculation. But, wow. <laughs> Actually, let me let me let me move this forward. Yeah, but so yeah. what I was saying is that uh, with him, what I've realized, yeah. um, thank you also on the on the Joey part. Because actually I did really want to get into that shit. But the the Diddy shit is actually making me laugh because I thought about it mm. before coming to the pod. Yeah. And I made a conclusion. Guys, I don't know if you guys your memory is that good, but Think of all the times in the current two or three years Diddy has appeared on albums. So you obviously hasn't rapped his, his like mm -hmm. made speeches. Mm -hmm. There was a Meek album. Yeah. There was a Cole album. Yeah. There was Quite a, 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 a Joey Bettis album now. Mm. There's more in between there. Yeah. So I thought to myself, are the samples getting cleared Based off Diddy being on the project. Because I don't think Diddy was meant to be on the opening song mm. of Joey Bettis' album. Here's why they might... But Juicy <laughs> was already sampled. Sorry, sorry, sorry. But Juicy was already sampled. Mm -hmm. And Joey Bettis was trying to get Juicy cleared. Because mm. that... That's I think that's my favorite song for now. Mm -hmm. The song the same was juicy, like that that song find incredible. But even juicy is a sample. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But then with how Diddy has the publishing, 
he would have to also clear it from his side. I was going to say to Maoto's point about what you're saying is, Didi being the king of sampling when he was hot in the 90s, he had a similar approach to how he got the publishing. He kept certain elements of the original songs. That's how he yes. only got them. Because a lot of those old school songs are juicy foods like Temptations. Because Juicy it, itself, actually. Yeah, it, was done like that because of that specific reason. Where mm. even like same thing with Kanye. But I also don't know if, if if Diddy would not allow hip hop niggas to sample. No, 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 no. <laughs> it is out. It is sampled. I'm just saying. No, no. I'm saying like general, what, whatever yeah. powers he has. Yeah. I don't know if he would he would not allow niggas to. No, 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 no. Because even on that's the, not if, what I'm saying though. No, I, I get, no, I get I, what, I, I, what you're saying. What he's saying makes sense because even on that monologue that Diddy has on the song, he also says he speaks a lot about how the culture and if he basically he kind of alludes to what Teaser's saying about that whole thing about he wants the culture to continue to move forward. So it makes sense why Diddy because even some of the features that Maoto is alluding to, I think some I'm forgetting. There's some artists that Diddy will be on, and Diddy's like also Mount Rushmore, maybe not in rap, but just in terms of what he yes. means. Yes. And be like, yo, Diddy gave a look to maybe a JID, yeah. that kind of thing. Yeah. Because yeah. a lot of the even the cold shit, because he was talking about the incident. He, that yeah. was, he was really, like, really dope. It was like, oh that shit. And then so... Diddy agreed to come and still speak. Such great words. Oh my, I think one of my favorite Diddy words. Because that was an altercation. Cold yeah. album. Like, mm. like wait, what he spoke. I was like, mm. I know a lot of niggas look at this nigga as corny. Mm. And he probably is corny. Yeah. But sometimes you just got to listen to what he's saying. Because he got to that space. And for what he, he did. He got to there because yeah. he did some shit. And when he's speaking about that shit. Sometimes you just gotta listen a bit. Sorry, Cash. Uh, for me, to Tsepo's point about having seen it from like back in the day that Joey Badass was gonna make it, I wanna say it front and center. I was one of those early niggas as an old nigga. Mm-hmm. Like, this kid for me was carbon copy, backpack, boom bap, yeah. New York sound. He, even like on his, you can clearly see why some of the rhymes where he says, about Biggie being at his christening. Like, it's, it's just a line, right? Yeah. But there's a song on one of his mixtapes he talks about, they ask him, where, is he, where are you from? Like, no, I'm from Brooklyn, I'm from New York, but my parents are from St. Lucia. There's a huge, a lot, there's a huge migrant community from mm-hmm. the Caribbeans, like how Biggie's mom was yeah. from Jamaica. Yeah. Styles P, a lot of them, all of that. That's why the sound of New York is a certain way. That's why even in the early mm-hmm. days, it's got Jamaican, Caribbean influences. Mm-hmm. And for me, what really like, why I like, the same reason why I like Joy Badass, I like Tepo, I like McGlinger. I really like youngsters who are plugged in and know hip-hop to like an in-depth level where he basically, for me, he resurrected a lot of 90s hip-hop in yeah. his own way. Because like, it's like, that's a great thing because I've been following his career and I, I just love that sound because he's been doing him. And I think why, to Tisa's point about he's now talking his shit and coming into his own, mm-hmm. Maldi, if you remember on the first season of the Wu-Tang docuseries, Joey Badass plays Inspector yeah. Deck. Yes. But then he, he blew up so big, he got another role. He had to leave season two and someone replaced him. So in the midst of doing pro era... I, I was know, really mad at... Exactly. I, I was mad that they replaced him because he's actually... See, that's another thing with some so of these guys. Joe. Growth. Give him an opportunity yeah. and he can actually act. He, he started acting. Fair. That's from the thing. High school. From, see, that's yeah. like studying with the acting and then because, once again, you get the growth opportunity from being... Giving the opportunity, uh, giving doors being open. But what I like about his career is he is now talking that shit because he's charted the path. He was always he always believed in pro era. Yeah. And also one thing I like about him is even now said on the current album is yeah. for someone his age, yeah. he's got an old school New York nigga manhood and man- yeah. mentality mentality yeah. to 
what he does. Mm. That's why his music sounds like that. But at the same time, the main thing is it doesn't sound dated. Yeah. Because a lot of rappers have tried to resurrect that old school boom yeah. bap New, New York sound. And what happens with that is it's like, okay, we get it, but you go to a Metro Booming and you want Metro Booming to make you a 90s old school kind of sound. Yeah. That's why for him, Joey Battles will always mess with um, a static selector. Yeah, always. That's why even, like, all the that's time. A the young, exactly, it's a young rapper yeah. and an old producer. Sometimes yeah. those synergies don't work. Yeah. You see now, but... So, so it, what, what do you guys like about him? Like, what's... what's, what's, what's um, the, main, the main attraction or catch point... Besides asking about the artist, I want to get to the album. Like, I feel like, what, what did he give you on this album? I feel like this album, he from Ribbity Rap, like you know, he's a musician now. Yeah, like, he can understand music now. You know, I feel like with that song you talking about Capital Steez, there was like they did many songs about Capital Steez, but you couldn't hear it. You know, it's like it was not musical balance. But yeah. the Survivors Guild. He talks about things that we didn't know whereby Capital Steve's family blamed Joey. Yeah, for his death. And he was open about it, you know. And also, like, now, I think being a musician, you know when you make music, you're making music whereby it relates to people. So with that song, when I played it, it reminded me of my late best friend because it was the same shit that happened. You know, like, he was going through the same shit and I was with him every day. And even back in 2012, he was suffering depression. I was like, yo... People didn't understand it. Mm. But yeah. then, like, yeah. I left because I was chasing my dreams. Mm. And then he started hanging out with the niggas where by hood niggas would make, like, fun of you. Like, yo, ah, he's not your child. You yeah. know, he was expecting a child, but most of the niggas around him mm. was like, yo, it's not your child. Mm. And he, he got course, there. Yeah. And he, he was like, ah, it's not my child. And, like, he neglected the pregnancy of his child. And then when the baby came, he looks like him. Mm. And he thought it was a dead end. Mm. And like depression came. Mm. So when I was listening to the songs, like, yo, like Joey now is a musician because now he can make music whereby even with me, I can relate through the story. You know? That's the thing. Yeah, not like Rams, like, oh, I'm gonna bring that best Rams or maybe that it, line. It's, now it's, it's, it's a always had that. Yeah, yeah, I always had it, you know, with the PE and all that, you know. But now he can make music, you know, and with his like talent and all that, you could see, but like, Back then he was he's ninety five and me I was ninety six. Yeah. So when I started listening to him, I was like, yo, this guy one or one year older than me, but I can, I can see the maturity in his music, yeah. and you could see like, oh, okay, cool. And then you listen to Capital Steez, it's like, oh, these guys like they talk about when you drop out and you're gonna face this shit in the world, being a teenager, but seeing these things, and for you, you cannot be comfortable because you relate to the whole story, you know. But for me in this project, I could see that like he has matured and now he's a musician now, you know. So it's, it's the musicality, the production, and I don't think it's a coincidence. What I like about this album, why you have a Nas and a Diddy. Basically, the, what they're saying in summation is this kid is wiser beyond his age. These are guys that have been around in New York and yeah. music for... You let what Nas said on the record, no? Hard. Like, because for, for me... me the, I've, like I've, I've, everything I've, you guys are saying, so, sorry you guys to catch, but everything you're saying, it's so nice to hear because... It's making me get exactly why those OGs were speaking like that on that album. For me, yeah. Because it's I was listening to Nas on some, like, because Nas is like an NY legend. So he knows all the blogs, he knows everything. And he was like, this kid is like, oh, beyond his age. 
You know when like Nas uses that voice. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Nas gets in his deep oh, bag. Yeah. And because and 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 yes, if, boy. Exactly. But I'm like, yo, Nas, I get it, but it's funny as fuck how you speak when you do this. It's thing. his godfather voice. But it is yeah, exactly. Yes. It's a New York, it's it's a New York thing. But he also literally spoke about I wanted to just bring that up. Sorry to cut you cash man on this. But I wanted to bring that because that's as as a non Joey consumer. Knowing though his skill, it was always to me about like I literally had that question in my head that why do you guys say why are you guys saying I must listen to this guy so much? Because you haven't given me anything that like puts him jumps off the page. Yeah. The other niggas are. The way so smart well, that album he said uh uh before the money. It was before the money. Mm. People didn't get it. Joey Perez, that's Sunnish. Mm. The album's before the money. It's like before the money, I was famous. Mm. Now, like, I'm getting these. He can buy like a Porsche and all that. Yeah. So, I was taking Ooh, that jet. Because he yeah. was speaking a lot of yeah. that yeah. in this I like, project. I like Porsche jets. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and he said, he said about that it, was, it wasn't even a thing. Exactly. Hey, the next, like, the, and then after the, the next time, like, I'm talking about, I think he's talking about buying property. After yeah, talking about yeah. buying the Porsche, yeah. I'm like, Click, click, both. He listens yeah. to a lot of business agenda. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but but he does. Yeah, but uh, but I, I mean that's but, my that's my way to answer uh, Tiso's question or like what is it about this album and him overall is basically he's come of age. He like simple said pro era him they all they could rap their dope mixtape. Yeah. Why is it beyond his age? But I always love it when the artist finally gets to a stage where they come into their own and they fully understand how they should navigate their career, especially from a musicality perspective because a lot of niggas can rap. We all know that. But do you partner with the right producers or do you even know, do you have enough, do you know enough of your own rap? Can I, can I ask you? Yeah? Do you guys think it's over the pressure of being from Brooklyn? Yeah, definitely. As a hip-hop artist, that's probably... Oh, that's easy. huge. That is huge. That is, yeah, actually, that's actually a good point. You could feel yeah. it on this album because he spoke to it before. And the whole Biggie thing. And because if you're from Brooklyn, the expectations are super, super high. And he's young. And add that to the fact that, okay, you're young. And some of us OGs, we hear the sound you're producing. That's our sound. They might say that. We also hear the shit. You're talking that talk, but you are young. And, yeah. you know, so Even that line that his music is timeless. He can take a break five years. Not exactly. Most young niggas, when they take break, they fall off. And yeah. he doesn't fall off. Because you have, you have he's to like be Jay-Z. A... I still listen to a 1999 tape. Yeah. It's timeless, you know. So I feel like with him, like his music is timeless. He's gonna be here for. Yeah. Also, fellas, can uh, like can we bring attention to the fact that we might be the first generation to see hip hop artists aging uh, in a in a like artistically, not physically, but aging artistically. Yes. We are yes. the first generation to see it yes. because hip hop actually is is, is of yes. our time only. Yeah. Before our time, there were no like, there were no there were no hip hop legacy acts. Yeah, there were no there were no legacy acts. So now acts. we we are front and center of 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 of, of hip hop acts changing with us in real time. So <laughs> we need to actually document that like really well. You know, yeah. all of this yeah. is just making me fucking appreciate Jacob. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. but don't do it. All of this, <laughs> I swear to you, don't do it's like a whole oh, moment. Don't do it. Like, no. don't do it. But you can do it with hope. I'm not doing it. Mm. So you he's do saying, it don't. sometimes I'm saying this is the one time I can do I mean, it. Okay, go for it. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but I get you. I shouldn't do it. I shouldn't do it. You know why? Because because I, I wanted I wanted us to 
highlight Joey. Mm. Yes, yes. That's why I'm, yeah. I'm saying that yeah. I, I shouldn't do it. Because mm. for me, also, I, I remember, I, I always credit Uzamu for Joey Badass. Like, literally, it's one artist that I know who plugged me to the Facts. artist to say, yo. Yes. And I listened to the first song. I was like, yeah, this guy can rap. He's like, nah. Listen to the nigga. I'm like, yeah, this guy can, you've played me like six songs. This guy can rap. He's like. Nah, mm -mm. keep listening. Who does? Yeah, listen. The thing is, there's a way for it, which I know you as a rap fan. Mm. And once you listen to him in that zone of your rap fan, you're going to get what I'm saying. Oh, Log 2. Log 2 also, actually. But, uh, uh, ah, Log. Yes. The, Shout out to Log. Shout out to Stone, 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 the, the Stone fan he was Zamo. He's a huge fan. Uh, the Stone fan was Zamo in a sense that he was intentional Zamo about, yo, you need to know Zamo about this nigga. You listen to rap to listen to and you listen to rap that I fuck with. Yeah. And he's like, you need to listen to Joey Badass. How do you not listen to Joey Badass? This nigga is the shit. Yeah. And then me, I, I, I'm I'm the, the one of the people who actually uh, like only picked up on Joey Badass after a while. Like I, I, I listened to his albums in hindsight more than like as it like came out. Yeah. As it I've came also out. never listened you know? to uh, Joey Badass album in real time before this before one. this one exactly. And I got to appreciate it. I'm like, oh okay, okay. You need to give it time. You need yeah, to listen. The time, you need to the listen. Yeah. Don't 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 assume that you're gonna expect. Something or you're gonna be wowed, but he's there's something about him in terms of what he presents, how he presents it, and how it's it's timeless. He he made a song that was a sample of um Ferricide's 93 till infinity. Bro, he has, he has a 96 till infinity. That is and a it's classic. so it is so beautiful. My god. It's so it's so it's it's so timeless, and he did it so well that. That's how people should do remixes of anything. Thanks. At least oh, be on par cooking, or be bro. better, you know? Guys, and it's an so well. Oh, cooking, bro. So well, bro. Yeah. Yeah. This nigga was fucking able to do a great symbol of Juicy. Facts. Nobody <laughs> has ever done a great symbol of Juicy in my lifetime. You've done a good one. Except for Juicy, because Juicy was a okay. sample. Yeah, yeah, essentially Juicy. <laughs> From there, no, yeah. nobody has either taken the Juicy sample or Juicy it's itself. Too, it's too high risk. And made a better song. Which comes, oh, which not, comes not a better song, but a song which we're going to be like, <gasps> look, be amazed with. It comes to Tisa's point about and being from Brooklyn Joey, and the pressure for being from Brooklyn. I listened to that shit, ne, mm. and I understood it. Mm. I didn't know that... Um, the thingy, the juicy shit is gonna come on. Mm. But I had, I now understand why fucking Dilly asked them to push back the project for him to have a speech. <laughs> 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 I, no, I'm not gonna Dilly does not get paid for what he does on projects. Do you know what he does? He waits for a nigger who wants a sample clearance. And he's like, oh, I've been wanting to spit some game to little niggas. Here's a little nigger. And he always spits game though that's relevant. So he doesn't, it's not like it's a prepared game. I think just Diddy has gone through so much that he has this so much game that he has not been able to like put on words. 
because it's not an artist like a Jay Z, for example. Yeah, because because those niggas, you literally can put them together. That's a good point, yeah. That's the same nigga. Mm. That's literally the niggas who grew up in the same era and got successful together. Yeah. And also Joey, like his influence was Jay Z more than Pete Diddy. Yeah, Waves. That's he spoke about Jay Z. Uh, exactly. Yeah. yeah, you know. So, so for for Diddy to be able to come, and I, that's why I mean, for me, I struck. I you guys will remember when we discussed the Maze project, the Maze. The old, the old debacle. Yeah, the Tiff with Diddy. It was so difficult because Diddy does so many things that I I I. I mean, I even see when he's doing them. Mm. That this nigga knows that this thing is ahead of culture. Yes, everyone is laughing now. Everyone, yeah, and he's dead, dancing, doing whatever. But shiny, shiny you run suits. two years later, all the digital streaming platforms have caught on to what Diddy was trying to do. The flashy videos in the 90s, bro, that whole look. Anybody. But so that nigga has been ahead. So I want to just like. Also, to make sure that we don't miss that shit, that, yes, he tried to get stay relevant with the New York niggas who are mm. dropping music mm. or whoever nigga who tried to sample, like, bad boy shit. Mm. But at no point have I ever seen Diddy not doing it right. It has never been about, oh, you're sampling uh, one of the best rappers who ever live yeah. or rather a rapper who who some people put as the best to ever live. Mm. You know that Diddy, Diddy, people don't care that Diddy can use the biggie flag forever. Yeah. But he doesn't. Mm. That nigga doesn't go to everyone's faces and say, I'm the one who made biggie. Mm. So you you must sample this. Mm. You must. Or cut the check and whatnot and none of that. The fact that he's still been about the culture speaks so much to his New York and it speaks so much to how global community stop trying to run away from facts. Facts are nicer when you embrace them. Hip-hop has a home in fucking New York. Hip-hop has a home in America. If you are from South Africa, hip-hop will have a home in America. Yes, I'm not saying do American hip-hop, but I'm saying you actually move so much better when you recognize what is happening, especially in terms of business. Because whether you like it or not, Trendsetters. the guys who've succeeded, because we speak about Joey Badass right now dropping an LP, which is being flagged by Apple Music to say, listen to it. That's such a big thing because... That's a nigga who's so equivalent to us to like an Aries. To like, guys, there is a lane. We've lived in a life where there was only one lane. Whether it was corporate, whether it was hip-hop, whether it was Afro-pop, whether it was music, whether it was whatever. We have, especially South Africans, because I think... South Africans are fucking sleeping on this. We have lived where the opportunities were dictating to us what we should do. You need to realize that as a South African right now, in a lot of spaces, especially entertainment, you dictate what happens. Kicking the door. Some people are there waiting for the next Mapiano artist. 
they recognize that um, this show and this show booked the biggest Mabiano artist, and it went crazy. They know they are B-class shows, but they're like, in order to maximize, let's then get B-class Mabiano guys, because we can't get the A-class guys, because they already did Coachella and whatever and whatever. And it is so... I, I'm not telling anyone to be humble, because a lot of niggas hate that shit. But I'm saying that once you realize where you are, it is easier for you to jump to where you have to be. Because it is just about knowing, Wuti, yo, I am better than the UK uh, podcaster. But then the UK podcaster has iHeart Radio wanting to go into UK. So he's going to get opportunities easier. These iHeart guys have never even heard of me. Yes, once they hear of me, they're probably going to get me. But they haven't. How do I get this whole genre to where iHeart is listening to all of us so that they can pick from us now? And that's where South African music is at. You guys don't realize that people are now picking from you. They're picking who is the best from a plethora of artists because so many overseas shows have happened and these guys are like, no, man. It can't be that every man we are getting a dope artist from South Africa and it's something that the crowd likes. So they are searching for more. You might be that more. So do what you are doing right now. Trust in the people that trust in you right now. And let as, as African creators fucking make magic and show these people what magic we are about. Not the magic they show us in movies. We have even fucking better and bigger magic. That's very motivational, big bro. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you are fucking asshole. <laughs> From the man who was like, motivation. Who, who started the whole shit as a, I'm not speakers. trying to be motivational. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, dope, man, yeah. I think that's all I got. I'm good, bro. I yeah. think that's all I got, man. Yeah, and I'm, I'm happy. So oh, oh, oh. Just remember, Sorin, I do this because it's my podcast at the end of the day. <laughs> I will, Our podcast. My podcast. Our I get podcast. It when I want to say this. <laughs> I use the mic yeah. and hope you guys are not hearing it. Mm. But anyway, yes, our podcast, I wanted to say that what you were saying earlier in the Jay-Z topic mm. about just getting people to talk about the deals and what is happening. Mm. In my mind, I wanted to say, I didn't want to stop you. That's why I'm saying this at the end of the shit, that to me, this is Caesar. Sorry, I'm not trying to make shit awkward for you, but... To me, that is what Teaser is to the people around me. I come, Teaser knows where I come from. Mm-hmm. Come from Makaya, Fates, and whatever. And it is crazy to me to meet niggas like this who are able to be like, I get all your deficiencies, I get all the things you've went through in life, but I see your greatness. Because that's what those niggas in those positions do. That I get, yo, you've told me, hey, yeah, I get all your shit, but had you not even told me about all that shit, I just see the greatness, because this is what you did towards me, and I'm like, this nigga is motherfucking brilliant. And I think 
it still leads to the point I was saying because as South Africans, we don't have that people trust in us character. So whenever people trust in us, we doubt them for trusting in us. Mm. We want them to trust in us, but as soon as they like... You are the best ever. We like, I'm like, hmm. Second guessing. No way. Right. Because even but in the trusting, it actually feels crazy. Yes. Yeah. It like, talk, like, you like know. You're trying, trying to tell someone that this is, this is nothing for you. Mm. But you sound crazy saying that. Yeah. And you know what I mean? Because like, you can't just say it because it's easy to say you are great. Fam. Mm. You have to then motivate and, or, or maybe, or maybe like, elaborate and, Show why they are great, mm. and, and I, so that it's understandable. Yes, it's, 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 it's one thing for someone to say you're great, but for you as a person, if, instead of second guessing yourself, you need to espouse that greatness. You need to carry it. Because I mean, uh, for me, it's Ricky, yeah. bro. It's it's Ricky. It's like that's a man that's not short of compliments. Yes, yeah. right. Whatever it is, but whatever happened, he said, he said I'll come back a stronger man. Yes, always. And that's the thing. And... Yeah. It's a good place to end. We both just got started. Because there is a... Yeah, I can't understand. Yeah. You know, I understand. No, 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 Hey, Jack Mabazo, let's go. Yeah. So, sounds right. Feel, yeah, feels right. Feels like a, a long dead work. <laughs> <laughs> feels like, oh, I've been telling niggas about this shit. Yeah, them niggas on TV are fucking drunk house, bro. Man, man. <laughs> bro. Like I'm, my, I'm like, I need eyes to some dead. I'm like, I'm exactly. like yo, yo, you poured that bottle yesterday. Why is it more than it was? <laughs> exactly. Bro, it's for me, the, my classic with those guys, it was those the soap opera guys where that little table's right by the front of the door of the house. First thing you walk in, there's this thing. It's not no eyes, glasses ready, boom. Like, really? Was your day that bad, bro? You haven't even greeted people in the house, bro. They put that little tray yeah, in the house. behind the door. Yeah. <laughs> like, them niggas be drinking, bro. But yeah, yeah, but yeah, I'm a lovely monologue because what I do like about what you're saying is, in conclusion on my side, great episode, gents, but it's, it's good that people need to be told that, look, don't second guess yourself because if other people see that greatness in you, you need to own it. You need to take it to the next level across contents, across creators, actors, whatever space you're in, because people don't run where there's nothing. There's a reason why people are running to SA, to Africa, Afrobeats, the, the black coffee and Drake, the black the Drake and whiskey things are no coincidences. It's mm -hmm. the, what they see, we need to see in ourselves. We, and, and we have it. And we have it. And once we see it in ourselves, let's not even feel ashamed. Let's not be apologetic. Let's take that same energy and take it to the next level. Bad That's podcast the world. Yeah. I'm it. yeah. yeah also, also, you've been quietly just sitting there not funny. <laughs> We're going to look at your timesheet, actually. <laughs> Don't you pay. Nah, nah. nah. You can wrap I it up, probably. Thing, <laughs> I think full house. are going to be paid for this it, 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 It's a full house. I mean... I mean, I'm a team player. Oh. Come on. Hey. I mean, hey. I read all okay, my KPIs. 
What can I say to that? And man, this is really just the brilliance of the No Within Agenda podcast, to be honest with you, because we, we, like, it's about talking. And I know it sounds like fucking cliche when it's a podcast and it, like, it's about talking. I mean, all podcasts are about talking. But it's about talking the talk. And I won't explain it in layman's way because I believe today my, my niggas have brought me all the way to Brooklyn and we're all hip-hop. So if you don't understand hip-hop talk, I'm sorry for you. Today, we came in and put in that work and I believe that I just need to put it out there that we are very great SA hip-hop media. That's what I want to end with. I just want to tell the team on Wax, yes, we are an amazing SA hip-hop media platform. And we do this every week. We're going to continue to do this every week. I know, that's right. Unlike, unlike other, other, other rumors that have like spread around, mm-hmm. we're going to continue to do this weekly. It's <laughs> 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 a, a podcast. <laughs> we talk a lot, but we really be saying shit. <laughs> you know this. <laughs> so, expectors, <laughs> weekly. If we don't drop weekly, we will record weekly. Yeah. But yeah, that's just me and jokes now. But yeah, shout out to everyone. Uh, Cash was here. I always love to always bring the shout out because Cash is retired. So when a nigga comes in to play a game, we always like fucking appreciate Thank you for sacrificing shit. your knees. Because yeah. this nigga, this nigga, right to the old knees. This, this, nigga comes in, this nigga comes in at like 40 and like still drops like a 10 10. I'm like, all right, all right, all right. All the 10 points, all the rebounds, you we get also, it we, there? We also think the the T-shirt. Come on, man. <laughs> Come on, man. Like, the pose, and, man. And, the pose, man. Come and, on, man. And, 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 and uh, Ledoza, you're going to tap. You're going to understand, no? You're going to understand that we are going to have to go through a whole lot of uh, the six years of Jordan or the best years of basketball ever. Whether <laughs> Steph Curry throws a three, <laughs> LeBron pulls a layup, uh, like Kyrie Irving misses work, <laughs> it'll be like, Jordan would have never missed work like Kyrie Irving. <laughs> Could have never missed a day. When there was an NBA lockout and a strike, he was striking for pay. Michael Jordan went to play baseball. When that was over, he came back and won more rings. Thank you. <laughs> Let's get it. And on that note, we are the fucking 96 Bulls. This is a No Dina China podcast. We don't pay championship shit. And we're going to close off the year in the best ever way possible that you as the listener, you can actually ever get. But we we'll always say that. <laughs> but what I can tell you, though, now nah, we got it. We got it on lock. Shout out to my nigga Cash. Shout out to Still Buying Whoops. It's back in the business. It's in the cart. It's like it's going crazy up in Come here, on. man. Shout out to my mans. Come on. 21 bands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bands, bands. I'm out here. 21 bands with the bands. 
you already you, know, boy. man. Yeah. Like you already know. So me and Benz are the ones like driving this shit. Chad Kings. And you you must already know that we always gonna have like our legendary people here in the pod. So don't think that just because it's me and Benzo, it's just me and Benzo. It's never gonna be me and Benzo. It's always me, Benzo, Tepo. And it's gonna be crazy. And Tepo, once again, on I invite uh not invite you. Welcome. Welcome you. Yeah. Once again. Hopefully this episode is gonna drop. <laughs> joking, joking. It is it is it is definitely gonna drop. So I wanted on this week's episode to officially welcome Utebo. We have a new host, Utebo on I've seen Utebo so many times, uh, on the podcast. And we don't have grand gestures of appreciation here. We just we just like give you a welcome back of a mic. Yeah, thank you. Of just speak to the mic. Once yeah. you speak to the mic and people know I, you, I can't wait that's for a welcome back. But, <laughs> hey, yo. That's how I know you in this podcast. Can I tell you? You have monologues. Can I tell you? I've been, I've been seeing him like tell me some shit. <laughs> And I laugh at some shit. I don't tell him, but <laughs> I laugh. I'm like, ah, oh, he doesn't know coding. Like, oh, yeah, man. Like, I want to listen to this. I'm like, have you listened to one of our podcasts? All our members are going to come like, yeah, we didn't listen to that shit, man. And it was on the fucking docket. And they were like, I haven't got into it, man. Like, what do you think of it? Because clearly you listen to it since you put it on a docket. And you, you're still on that shit. I need to like, put in work. And it's like, hey, yo. Yeah. You're gonna realize that niggas don't put in as much work as like they claim to be. Yeah, I'm taking shots at them. But yeah, uh, thank you for everyone for listening. This is episode number 130 something of the Noid in the Channel podcast. Maybe six, <laughs> maybe five. It might be six, it might be five, it might be four. Again, it depends on what you want, man. Like, but we really actually still thank you very much for listening because. We still need to actually come here and like fucking ass. set up all this shit. Microphone takes one, two, one, two. Thank you for making it this Sometimes far. Sometimes we might clown it, seem, make it seem as if Microphone it's as serious as it is, but it is. Microphone, I love you niggas, and if I got not a song, out. Cheers. <laughs> we out. <laughs>